0: Talked <laughs> oh, we talked last week about, we talked last week the worst macho man impression of all time. First name macho, last name man, oh, huh? we talked My macho man sounds more like, like Mickey Mouse. We
1: talked on oh, last week's show.
2: Oh! I god! Oh my god! Oh Oh
1: yeah it is two am. Joe's definitely getting. Uh, <laughs> on. uh we talked last week about the tag team bracket and bringing the tag team bracket back. um so what we did this week, I had the guys message me their top eleven. We took thirty two so I basic mathematics that's thirty three. That means we got two teams that are gonna get into the playing game and become the sixteen seeds in our brackets. so. Um, what I did, rather than going to random.org so that two of my teams would face each other in the first round, I sat here and I laid out the bracket to where one of our tag teams is going to go against somebody else's tag team every first round. So you're never going to vote. You're never going to have to pick between your own team. Thought it was was a fun little change for us. Um, so what we did, I had them rank them. Um, the play in game, two of these teams are going to get to the, um, Into the sixteen as the sixteen seeds. Um, I had to make some changes today to mine because um, a tag team was brought to my opinion, uh, brought to my vision that uh, I completely forgot about. So I moved somebody down and I bumped the team that was in the play-in game out. The team that I took out of the play-in game was the Quebecers. I I, I think we can all live with that. I replaced them with the tag team of Ted DiBiase and IRS. Okay. Ernest's play-in game team is the team of power and glory. And Joe's play-in contender, Steve Austin and Brian Pillman, the Hollywood Blondes. Oh, shit. Um, so what we're going to do here, uh, and we have to wait for Ernest to come back because this is going to be a vote thing. Uh, each of us are going to get two votes. So You're going to vote. We're basically going to vote who you don't want to advance. Um. So Can I suggest? We,
0: yes. Wanna run through like the teams that are in it, I, other than these? I was I was yeah gonna run,
1: yeah I was gonna run through the bracket to
0: to. And in worst case, on. if if you get to the end of it and he's still not back, we'll just save the play in for next week.
1: Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. So what? So so the tiebreaker for the play in, uh, if two teams end up with the same and the other team doesn't get any votes or, or less votes, we'll flip a coin. Whoever wins the coin toss will go north south bracket be very easy. In the tie of one team runs away with it and the other two teams are floundering with the same, it'll be heads versus tails. The winner of the coin toss will move on to the next round. Uh, So the north bracket, the one seed is Harlem Heat. Booker T and Stevie Ray, they're the one seed in the north. Uh, They will play a play-in game winner. Uh, The 8-9 matchup in that one, the Rock and Roll Express versus Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Okay. Before 13 matchup is going to get a little funky. It's The New Day versus Too Cool. <laughs> uh the 5 12 matchup, The Legion of Doom versus Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. That's actually I feel like that match probably happened in real life at some point. I think it did a couple times. Uh nice. <laughs> The 3-14 matchup definitely took place a couple times in real life. I think we talked about it on last week's show. It is the Steiner Brothers, the three seed, versus the 14th seed of Doom. Nice. The 6-11 matchup in the North is the British Bulldogs, Davey Boy Smith and the Dynamite Kid, against the team of Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, the Wyatt Family slash Bludgeon Brothers. So,
0: wait
1: a second of- or, uh, what's his face? That's the second appearance for the for the British Bulldog. Right. Is he the See? only one that's on here twice? I uh, don't oh, know,
0: because I guess Ron Simmons
1: is on here twice. Ron Simmons is on here twice. Um, that might be it, though. Oh, wow. Actually, no. Maybe not. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll figure it out together when we get there. Uh, next up, the 7-10 matchup. My favorite personal matchup of the North Bracket. It is the Outsiders. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall... Taking on the ECW tag team of the Pitbulls. Nice. Uh, and the final matchup of the North bracket is the two seed, the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil Nighthawk, taking on the tag team of Rob Van Dam and Sabu. Nice. So, so that that's the North bracket. Some interesting matchups there. I look forward to talking about Doom and the Steiner Brothers. I look forward to talking about the Outsiders and the Pitbulls. Uh, the south bracket a little bit uh a little bit more of a clusterfuck i think personally uh the one seed in this bracket is the Dudley boys Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley they'll play the winner of the other the other portion of the play in game the 8-9 matchup this wouldn't fly in today's wrestling it wouldn't fly back then in the 90s but if two guys were going to go against the other two guys i could see these two beating the guys that could get their ass this is, this matchup is the gangsters New Jack and uh Mustafa taking oh, on Taking on the tag team of the enforcer Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Oh, man. On paper, that sounds like a fun match. Could you, like, Arn and Tully are two guys you don't want to fuck with, but neither are New Jack and Mustafa. And they're both
0: in AEW. Maybe New Jack is the surprise guy. He deserves to be in a hall of fame somewhere.
1: He should be in the ladder match, and that ladder match should have his theme song playing the entire time.
0: Yes. Oh my God. Yes.
1: The four thirteen matchup in the south part. <laughs> the four thirteen matchup in that bracket: London and Kendrick taking on the impact players of Just Incredible and Lance Storm. Oh, that's a fun one. Okay. The five twelve. The Nasty Boys, Sags and Knobs taking on the Bushwhackers. I know for sure that match is taking place. We watched it on a 1992 Royal Rumble, I think. I was gonna say like that's a, like, like an
0: episode of Superstars main event.
1: Yep, the 314 matchup. I think this one's gonna be a little bit more fun than it looks on paper. It is Demolition versus the APA. Oh, that's an interesting one. Okay, I like the way that one's gonna shape up. The 611 matchup is the Eliminators, uh, Saturn and Cronus. Taking on strike force. Oh, nice. Uh, the 710 matchup's the one that I think that we're gonna we're gonna go back and forth on, and it's gonna be one that we're gonna get a little in-depth on. Uh the 710, the Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty versus John Morrison and the Miz. Oh. And finally, to wrap up the South Bracket, the two seed Usos taking on the powers of pain. Um it looks to me like the South bracket's gonna be a little bit more competitive than the North bracket it, it, at points. There's like that logjam there where you have like APA Demolition, Eliminator Strike Force, Rockers John Morrison mm-hmm. and the Miz. Like, there's gonna be some tough matchups to come through the South, uh, to get. To the yeah, I'm not even sure what I'll vote on those right now. Yeah, the, uh, so what we're gonna do, uh, with the tag team bracket, you know, in the past we've gone through the entire first round, entire second round. I wanna do something a little different with this one because I wanna, Pay homage to tag team wrestling. Um, so what I'm going to do is, uh, we're going to randomly, or I'm going to randomly this week pick, uh, what we're going to do like four matchups per week just to, just to to really go in depth. So I'll randomly pick four, uh, and then we'll do another four. We'll do another four and we'll get it through that way. So we can go a little bit more in depth on on our picks and why we're picking teams over other teams and, and give you guys a little history, excuse me, of the tag teams moving forward. So, again, while we wait for Ernest to figure out if we're going to do this play-in game or not, um, the bracket again, Harlem Heat versus one of the play-in game winners, the Rock and Roll Express versus Rude and Ziggler, New Day too Cool, LOD versus Owen and the Bulldog, Steiner Brothers versus Doom, Bulldogs versus the Wyatt Family, Outsiders versus Pitbulls and the Hart Foundation versus RVD and Sabu. The South Bracket, Dudley Boys versus the other play-in game winner, the Gangsters versus Arn and Tully. Uh, London and Kendrick versus the Impact Players, the Nasty Boys against the Bushwhackers, Demolition against APA, the Eliminators against Strike Force, the Rockers against John Morrison and the Miz, and the Usos versus the Power of Pain. Uh, my 10 teams, that, or 11 teams that I nominated, you obviously know that I put uh, Money Inc. in the play in game. My other teams included the Dudley Boys, the Steiner Brothers, the, the New Day, the Nasty Boys, the Rock and Roll Express, Arnon Tully, the Pitbulls, Owen and Bulldog the impact players in the apa uh joe's teams in no specific order were the usos harlem heat london and kendrick rvd and sabu doom hall and nash the hollywood blondes miz and morrison the wyatt family the gangsters and the eliminators so ernest's teams were the Hart foundation demolition lod um, british bulldogs the rockers Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. I don't understand that one. Uh, he's not here to talk about it, so that one really fucking confused the fuck out of me when he sent it to me. he will have
0: to explain when they come up in the uh, in yeah. their round. Sure. I really, I th- at this point, we should probably just do the like either do it on the show next week or let's just do it ourselves and just announce it like on
1: Twitter or something. Um,
0: because I don't know if he's coming back, and I'd
1: like to be in bed in the next five minutes. All right, so uh hold on. Let's, let's 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 open up the iPad here. We're gonna go on random.org. We're gonna put the three teams in. We'll yeah. head, oh, wait a minute. I think I see a hand. I thought I that was a hand. Oh my gosh. Oh. That wasn't that. Oh, he's back. Yeah. A we'll see. He'll last. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Well, well. We, 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 we could be done in five minutes because Joe's going to bed in five minutes. Okay. So, so we moved on from the topic. We've gone over the bracket so far okay. for the tag team. I went over it a second time, hoping that would give me time to get back. We'll okay. do the play in game right now. Um, okay. I told them we're each going to get two votes. We're going to vote for the two teams we want to move on. Uh, and then we'll flip a coin heads goes to the, the north. Tales goes to the south. We'll make it real simple. Okay, play-in game. Joe's selection is the Hollywood Blondes of of Steve Austin and Brian Pillman. Your pick was Power and Glory. Mine is the tag team of Money Inc., which was Ted DiBiase and Erwin R. Shreister. I made that change earlier today after a team came to my attention that I wanted to put into the bracket, and I took out the Quebecers. So Ooh. the the official picks: Money Inc. That's for you. Who?
3: No, say I haven't heard a name in a long time. I'm saying.
1: So yeah. the, the the official the official bracket <laughs> is <his> <laughs> yeah money money inc power and glory and the Hollywood blondes um, Joe since you want to go to sleep we'll let you use your first two votes.
3: You look tired.
1: Sort of. If I get two votes. You have to pick two because we got to we got to move two people over. Okay.
0: Oh uh, well okay uh then the Hollywood blondes and I and money inc.
3: Before we go further though, Mike. Yes. I thought this is this is only a WWE tag team.
1: No, I text that. I put that in the group chat. I said we were, we expanded it to WCW, WWE, and ECW because it's all accessible stuff on the network. I didn't True. throw anybody True. from New Japan or Ring of Honor or anything That's like that. Point. I kept it very accessible to the WWE network, which is going to Peacock. Uh, the cock. Shoot. Yeah, Lay- Laycock. Lecock. All right, so Joe took the Hollywood Blondes and Money, Inc., Ernest. Your votes? Same one. Alright, so we're just gonna go ahead and, cause I'm gonna yeah. vote for him too. Yeah. So Money Inc. and the Hollywood Blondes are gonna go. Um I'm gonna flip this coin real quick so we can pencil in the final bracket. Go so They're going dancing. Can, so that we can move on. Let's go, uh, coin flip. Alright, so hey. Head- if I had to choose two, I would have gone with
0: Money Ink. for the record.
3: Who goes back? Who goes back? <laughs>
0: The MVPs <laughs> and then
1: we're
3: done. Yeah, let's do it. Come on, buddy. What are done? Like, we're made minute left?
1: All right. So the coin toss is being made right now. While it does this, Um flip the coin. Uh All right. Yep. All right. So we're gonna put Money ink into the top bracket against Harlem Heat.
2: Ooh.
1: And the bottom bracket, the South bracket, will be the Dudley Boys versus the Hollywood Blondes.
3: So the last one again the blondes against who
1: the dudleys okay um i'll set i'll send you guys a picture of this because i actually okay. did it on a, on a printable bracket so ernest can now see it because he wasn't oh, here for cool. the for the front half of it yeah, 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 yeah. um back time boys and girls it is march we updated our brackets last week we announced the brackets formally uh we had to play in games, had some fun there, even though uh Ernest was nowhere to be found because he was dealing with a child. Like that. <laughs> uh so rather than doing this in order and trying to do it all robot robot, you have some fun with it. <laughs> I've picked four ran- me, random, random first round matchups that we're gonna discuss as my phone tells me that it's about to die. So that's fun. I'm not going to get a cord here in a second. So All I'm right. going to announce the first match that we're going to discuss. Then I'm going to get up and go get my charger so that I can charge my phone. Um That being said, we're going to start with a fun one. From the North Bracket, the 7-10 matchup between Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, the Outsiders, and their first-round opponents. You'll love this one, Joe. The Pit Bulls. Ah, uh, So I'll let you guys start discussing about uh Kevin Nash and Scott Hall but, and the Pitbulls, the and then Pit I'll Pit be back with it. The ECW Pitbulls, not the fucking Kid right. Cash
0: and Jamie Noble bullshit that WWE tried to give us. We're talking about fucking Pitbull One and Pitbull Two. These men were so tough they didn't need names. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's let's
3: cut the shit here. The outsiders helped change the industry. Okay? Let's cut this shit here. Don't uh-huh. no the pit bulls. But okay? did they? Hall and Nash. Oh come on now. Wait, Watch wait, that shit wait, in real time, dude. Maybe sh- sh- shit in real time.
0: I I'm did, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, honestly, okay, here's the thing. I think Hall and Nash were a fantastic tag team. I don't think they were used enough as a tag team to actually be worth as much as awesomeness as they were. I can
3: see a point there.
0: I like see a point there. honestly, other than other than a couple of matches, like against like Harlem Heat, against the Steiners and stuff, I can't even remember half like half of what they did. I mostly remember them not having matches because one was injured or the other one was injured. Like their team run. Was actually almost more like in an in theory run than an actual run. So,
3: and, I will say and, though, this yeah. tactic kind of feels like, kind of feels like, you know, short lived, kind of like what uh, Adam Page and uh, Kenny Omega was, a short lived feud matches here and there. And now, it, it, your point kind of is kind of, you have a good point there about that. Like,
1: other than the, other than the first year, there weren't a lot of
3: outsider matches. No.
1: Alright, so some statistics now that I'm back. Uh the Good Bulls were ECW World Tag Team Champions one time for a total of twenty one days. They won the titles uh in a best two out of three dog collar match at Gangsta's Paradise against Raven and Steven Richards. That's a great fucking match. That's a really good match. I've watched that match countless I've watched that match a couple times. It's really good. Okay, I might go put that on after we're done with the show. Uh, They retained the title at two different house shows against Dances with Dudley and Dudley Dudley, uh, and then defeated Dino Sandoff and JT Smith before losing the titles back to Raven and Steven Richards at Hardcore TV episode 131 from the ECW Arena. That was their only world tag title run in ECW. They did have title runs in uh, like APWF. They were the NWA United States champions for about 80 days. They were the SAPW World Tag Champs uh, twice. So, while theirs isn't based off of titles, those guys had a lot of really good matches in uh, ECW. The, the, the dog collar match that me and Joe mentioned, um, pretty fucking good match. Um, I, you know, I kind of feel I like... upset. I, I kind of feel like... Well, I'm going to say this about the pit bulls.
0: I feel like... If they existed about 10 years earlier, they could have been as big as, maybe not as big as the Road Warriors, cause Lord knows those guys went into the next stratosphere. But they could have at least been one of those like powers and pain kind of teams or, you know, one of those teams that like was big, you know, because of like just, just the look that they had and the power that they had. I think they would have fit in the NWA circle like 1985. Like, nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they existed in 1994, and it was in ECW instead. So maybe it's not something that was the most seen. Maybe it's not something that was the most remembered. I personally love them as a team, but I do understand that Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, like, historically speaking, might be the bigger team overall.
1: I didn't know that there was a ECW show called December to Dismember, except for the WWE ECW. but ECW actually had a show by that name. Really, that featured the ultimate Jeopardy cage match. That was the Pitbulls, the Public Enemy, and Tommy Dreamer versus Raven, the Eliminators, the Heavenly Bodies,
0: and that? no, no,
1: that was it. That, 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 oh! It was Raven. I was waiting Steel, for you to say Brian
0: Lee, just because.
1: No, no, that was a couple months later that they they. Okay. The um. Yeah. Oh, they were also in a in a match called Rumble Games at a ECW event in Flagstaff. Oh Jesus. Um. Uh, yeah. So the Pitbulls had some fun s- some fun matches. They also had a good match against RVD and Sabu that I think was on an episode of Ar- of Hardcore TV. Yeah. Um, they were they were a team that like they were almost like the team that didn't need the titles. Yeah. They were sir. just gonna have fun matches. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll keep you uh, muted then. Um. So that's fucking going to work, because the guy is leaving when we're going to fucking vote for the fucking match. What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Um, we'll talk about the Outsiders and in their, in their history before we uh go to the votes. Uh, they were TNA World Tag Team Champions together for 41 days as the band. Really? Yes, from April 5th of 2010 to, uh, yeah, no, April 4th of 2010 to June 14th. Okay, I have a real question for you that you might be able to tell fast, though. Okay.
0: How many actual successful title
1: defenses did they have when they were WCW Tag Team Champions? I'll look it up right now. Hold on. I, yeah. actually have, I have I have Cage Match open, so I can actually look and see how oh, many nice. successful ones they have. Okay. So, they won the title at Impact Episode 306 in a 2-on-1 handicap match against Matt Morgan. Okay. They then defeated That's the most Inc- TNA thing I've heard all night. They defeated Ink Ink at Sacrifice 2010, and then Kevin Nash was out, so Eric Young filled in. It was Eric Young and Scott Hall defeated Matt Morgan in a two-on-one handicap match.
0: Fucking okay, Ink Ink was like Shannon Moore and uh, somebody.
1: Jesse Neal. Jesse Neal. <laughs> okay, they had a total of six world title runs in WCW. Are you serious? Six runs. Hold on, I gotta get a piece of paper so I can write this down. Alright, so in their first defense or their first uh run, they I'm won the title. They won the titles from Harlem Heat. They yeah. had one, two, three, four, five successful title runs. five defenses. Now here's the fun part. Three of them were on WCW Saturday night. <laughs> Which is the equivalent of, the, of, like, all the wins on AW
4: Dark. We're on a mission to serve you and your community with access to great healthcare. AmeriHealth Caritas Florida is a local Medicaid health plan that is part of the national AmeriHealth Caritas family of companies. We help our members manage their health and connect to community resources. We make care the heart of our work. With us, it's about you. To learn more, please visit www.amerihealthcaritasfl.com. Proudly serving Regions 9 and 11.
5: Unexpected trouble? CashNet USA can take the stress out of borrowing emergency funds. Our fast, secure application process makes it easy to apply online 24-7. Plus, CashNet USA offers same-day funding if approved before 10.30 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Additional terms may apply. Visit CashnetUSA.com or tap the banner to apply today.
1: They had two pay. They had two pay-per-view defenses. Zero on Nitro in their first run.
3: Are we still on Pitbulls and Outsiders? Yes,
1: because we were wasting time. So you, you walked out. away, so we couldn't vote. What the fuck! Uh, the Outsiders in their second def- their second title run had two successful title defenses against. The same team. Ace Darling and Devon Storm. I mean legends. Legends. So what we're doing right now is Joe wanted to see how many uh title defenses that, that, that was that was really to kill time. Ernest is back. Let's vote. Alright, I'm in. Um, I'll let you guys go I'll let you guys vote first on this one because I think I know what's gonna end up happening here.
3: <laughs> Outsiders, come on, dude.
1: You want me to vote next?
3: Yeah. Go for pit bulls.
0: You know, I, I was really confident in my vote, and then you said the outsiders were WCW champions six times. I, I can't ignore that. To the to the one run that the Pitbulls had, like I agree with you that the Pitbulls didn't necessarily ever. That, that confused the shit out of me just now when you did that. I was. I <laughs> see high it? I for Dream? that. You did not add fucking technology to this.
3: What? Wait, you'll see Pitbulls. You'll see
0: it. I do. That's what I'm saying. I was. I wasn't ready for that.
3: Hi. <laughs> so,
0: uh, we're learning uh, are okay.
3: learning, learning on the go, Joseph.
0: So, I, I I'm gonna vote for Hall and Nash. I really I am. I think that's the right call. Unfortunately, I love the Pit Bulls, but I'm gonna go for Hall and Nash.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I was gonna vote for Hall and Nash anyways. So. Ah. I I, I don't want to see how many defenses they had. This this is a fun game. We'll finish that later. Alright, so I think the only, uh, thing we really should be doing here next is going to who they'll face in the second round. It's the 215 matchup. It is the Heart Foundation of Jim I the Anvil, Nightheart, and Red Heart. What? How do I see you guys again? I'm looking at fucking someone's, like- That's g- Ernest. That's, that's Ernest being an idiot. Sorry. Fuck that's face! Right. Put this back on! There you go. There we go.
0: Uh, and their opponent is still not Sabu.
3: I was trying to show I was trying to show I was trying to show you guys porn, but you
0: You and I do not no, watch stop. the six
1: porn. I promise no, no, you that. So stop, 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 stop,
3: stop, what? stop, stop, stop,
0: stop,
1: stop, stop, no, stop, 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 And it's <laughs> not that.
0: So
3: you're fucking up Mike right now. Mike's brain's like, what the fuck are we doing here?
1: No, I know what we're doing. I'm trying to stop you before you go down the rabbit hole if you don't want to. Is that Lars Sullivan? Exactly. a exactly. box? <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 let,
3: let me share a Lars Sullivan picture, please. I'm sorry, go ahead. Is that
0: box?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
0: laughing at yours, I'm laughing at Joe's.
1: Doug Bros. What's site? Was it a fucking Thug Bros? <laughs> Something like that. Oh my god, that's so bad. You're the worst. Hold on, I gotta fucking find RVD and Sabu. Speaking of Sabu, the Heart Foundation's first round matchup is against Rob Van Dam uh-huh. and Sabu. Oh man, this is a, this this one might be the toughest first round matchup. Really. Think so? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude.
0: You're not an ECW fan, so you're just like fucking Heart Foundation, obviously. No, oh, how, you
3: know, how do you know that? How do you ECW know that, you know that?
1: Yeah. buddy? Yeah. Oh! Damn. Damn, Joe, get in there. Let him know you're here. Look, like, I watched a really no. spicy no. episode of oh. Drag Race earlier really Oh, listen,
3: there? Is Sabu with RPD. Right
0: there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for showing what they look like to the five people who had no idea. <laughs> he
2: had to see who they were He doesn't even
0: know who they are He doesn't even know who they are Come on. He doesn't even know the guy I know, I know who they are So who are you voting for Heart
3: Foundation so, Because I'm a, I'm a mark
1: That's obvious Glad you fucking
3: know Who are you voting Do for Do they have Die heart's beard Come on now dude
1: let's go why did it say Hard Foundation 2.0? I'm trying to bring up fucking statistic. No, no. What the fuck is this? What in the absolute hell is going
0: on right now? Like, look, so- I'm going to say it, right? Hard Foundation is a legendary tag team. There's no two ways about that. Bret Hart, Jim Neidhart, incredible team. And, like, honestly, one of the pillars of the tag team wrestling in the 1980s in WWF, hands down. Here's the problem. Uh, Vince McMahon, since the beginning of all time, has hated tag team pro wrestling, including in the 80s. So being the pillars of the tag team division in WWF in the 1980s is worth about as much as GameStop stock, you know, in about a week and a half. So, ah, Robin, Van and Sabu were kind of incredible in ECW, and I almost feel really bad about having not voted for an ECW tag team in the last one. So... No. I'm going to actually let Mike have to break this tie. I'm going to vote for RVD and Sabu in this
1: one. All right. So when you look at RVD and Sabu, they had two ECW world title runs for a total of 244 days compared to the Hart Foundation's title runs. They had two as well for 483 days. Here's the thing, though. Back then, title changes didn't happen as frequently as they did in ECW in in the 90s. Um, the Heart Foundation had a couple of good matches as tag team champions. I wouldn't necessarily say any of them were great tag matches.
3: Um, I'll tell you what, that some of them 90 matches. Of Demolition is pretty good, though.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Sure. That's sure. a great match. Sure. No, you're right. But were, were they tag champs or were Demolition tag champs? Demolition like were. That's yeah okay the so yeah. they didn't really okay so they didn't have
3: the title and also that was a bachelor accident wrestle because he was hurt and crushed was they did the whole three you know
1: oh nice three word rule
0: yeah i for uh, one would, would like to congratulate ernest on unarguing his own argument
1: that was impressive <laughs> all right i love um, that for let's you be, let's let's be real here um on paper, every person that's going to listen to this show thinks that this is the slam dunk for the Heart Foundation. And I don't think they're right. I think you have to remember that at this time, um, they went through Robin and RV went through probably the toughest tag team in wrestling history in Bubba and Devon very frequently. And that's whenever these guys were hitting people in the head with stop signs. Yeah. It didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, they had good matches, if not great matches with the eliminators and the gangsters. And the Dudleys, and the FBI, even fucking who who fucking knew they could get a good match out of Little Guido Maritano and fucking Tracy Smothers at seventy five years old. But fucking somehow RVD and Rob Van Dam did it. Uh, so with that being said, uh, I'm going to have the first bracket breaking pick. Uh, I'm going to move on. Rob and Dam and Sabu. Okay, we're
3: doing. Each week we're doing different sections of the bracket, right? Four sections? One, two, three, four?
1: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to, I'm going to move you to something in the south. I'm going to do something from the north, something from the south, each, uh, each bracket. Okay. So that's the, that, that's the north bracket. So moving on to the bottom portion of the, of the north bracket, uh, you have the outsiders. They'll take on RVD and Sabu in the second round. Go to the south bracket. Good matchup. Go to the south bracket. I want to start with one that I feel is going to be a lot of fun to discuss. You just mentioned them. Axe, Smash, Crush, Demolition. Their first round matchup is against none other than Farouk and Bradshaw, the APA.
3: Oh, my
0: God. That's the fucking, oh, boy. No, this is easy. It's Demolition. All right, continue.
3: Really? Is (laughs) Is it really that easy?
0: No, I mean look. Again, it's like I was saying about APA. What was it last week or two weeks ago? Whenever no, we were talking go. about like them versus the, the Ron Simmons teams. episode. Yeah, Um I think APA was a great tag team. I think that they were they were a great tag team that weren't really wrestling a lot of great tag teams. And it's weird because they existed around the same time as a lot of great tag teams, but there are no legendary APA versus Edge and Christian matches. There are no legendary APA versus Hardy Boys matches. There's no, you know, none of that really is out there that people are like, oh my god, these were incredible. Uh, yeah. They were a great team, they were a great act, but they're not the team that you that you necessarily look back on and say, oh, they had this great match and that great match and that great title reign and all that. I think you can do that with Demolition. I think you just did that with Demolition. So for that reason alone, like, like I think, I think Demolition, like yes. Granted, tag team wrestling in WWF, as I said, never the biggest deal, so that kind of gives it a little bit of a eh. But they were still a pretty incredible tag team, and they did it. While a lot of people could have potentially just looked at them and written them off as road warrior ripoffs, and that would have been which the they did, by the way. What back then? Right, and like that's the thing. Like if you were like me, or I think even you, and and grew up with WWF and didn't know the NWA. When you saw the Road Warriors for the first time, you were just like, who the fuck are these demolition ripoffs? So I mean, like, it really goes depends on how you look at it. If you were a WWF fan and you knew Demolition first, they were a fucking awesome tag team. They were always right. one of my favorites as a kid. I'm, I'm happy to vote for them right now.
3: Let me say this real quick. As someone who actually, especially watched in real time when they, when they peaked out in 88, when they won the, t- yeah. won the titles in the uh, WrestleMania 4, their, their run at the top was short. It was just three years, eighty-eight to ninety. Yeah, but those two and a half years were, in terms of booking, they were probably the most dominant tag team, probably in 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 those two decades. Because think about the way they were booked; they were booked as monsters, unstoppable monsters. you know they came in, this build up into Mania Four, they destroyed Strike Force. You know, even when they, when they broke up with Fuji, they were still dominant. Got hells yeah. back, all that. So they were booked as this monster, all-time great tag team, like on the. Event- now, I'm not saying they're better than the World Warriors slash of Doom. They're not. But what I'm saying is that the way they were presented and the way they sustained for two two and a half years was as though there was as 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 legendary and as big as that group. So. And-
0: and they yeah. and they did it all while dressed like really cheap S and M porn models. Yeah, like, exactly.
3: So, you know. um, the promos are pretty good. Also, obviously, too. Um, like I said, they weren't great in the ring, but they had great angles too. Some of some of the feuds were phenomenal. I love some of the feuds. I got to get Demolition, man. Demolition was dominant from for me as a child, from eight to ten years old. They were to me the dominant tag team of, of the of the generation. So it's Demolition for me also. Would you
0: have for them too, Mike, or would you have gone the other way?
1: Uh, I probably would have voted for them as well, but I think it's a lot closer than what you guys have it as.
0: Fair.
1: Um, no, 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 I don't, I don't think it's
3: actually, uh, a a wide margin. I think what AP has over demolition now, as I said, is the longevity factor.
1: But I don't think they have the longevity factor because if you remember, Ron Simmons and Bradshaw really didn't become a team until the Acolytes and the Ministry of Darkness. Yeah. And yeah, then, but they were and like, then by oh, five years, right? I mean, that's not really, quote, longevity in tag team wrestling.
0: But how um, long were Axe and Smash a team? They were a team longer than that. Four. Four,
1: three no. years, really. Uh, well, 80s. Really?
3: 80s.
0: 87, 80s, technically.
3: 87. And then nine. they really ended in 91, but after they lost to the SummerSlam 90. By 90, by 90 yeah.
0: It's he so out. weird, because it really felt like they were around forever. That's crazy. But they weren't,
3: though. They weren't. Yeah. But, they was, but they were booked as a, a tag team the the, the three-year window, they were booked as the tippy-top, tippy-tippy-tippy-tippy-tippy-top tag team.
0: You know, it's funny, because I feel like it's one of those things where, like, now, when teams just kind of stick around way too long, and, like, you know, you think back to your childhood, and you're like, oh, but Demolition was a team forever, and then, right, like, you do the research, and you're like, no, they were a team for three years. So then when you look, and you're like, okay, but no, like Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode have literally been a tag team for like five years now. Like, wait a second, I'm not crazy.
3: This is too long. That's why I kind of appreciate the new day that like, they can still reinvent themselves, still be relevant at all this time. Seems like that.
1: Yeah. All right. All so
3: right. Next one.
1: All right. The next one, as I'm trying to bring up the information on it. Uh, Joe's gonna love this one. I can already tell you that he's gonna be a big fan of this one. Uh, it is the Six eleven matchup. It is between the six seed, the Eliminators, John Cronus, Perry Saturn, and a team we just kind of mentioned, Strike Force. <laughs>
3: My selection too, but I, I know for a fact that I'm the one that picked them in the, in the uh, pre- presentation of tag teams. So, <clears throat> don't know really too much. I, I mean, I no, obviously know Perry Saturn is, but um don't know too much about Eliminators. Strike Force, I don't know, because they really lasted for maybe a year, because they won the tag titles in the late 87, lost to Demolition in 88, Mania 4, they broke up, no, they didn't break up, they didn't do shit for a year because Martel was hurt, they come back, do a return match to Mania 5, and break up in the middle of Mania 5, and then they were done. You know? yeah, so It's hard for to really give them much kudos. Again, they won a title 87, but it was, what, five-month reign, that was it. So, you know, give me some stats and eliminators, Mike, if you don't mind.
1: Three-time ECW World Tag Team Champions. They
3: win. Next question.
2: Go ahead.
1: Had the titles for a total of 335 days. Um, Their first reign, they had, uh, let's see, uh, 21 successful title defenses, including uh, house shows and pay-per-views and TV tapings. Their second title reign was an 85-day reign. They had 20 successful title defenses in the same thing, because um, you know that they were doing all those hardcore TV tapings right. all at one time. And then their last reign was a 68-day reign. They won the titles from the Dudleys at barely legal, 97, before dropping them in a two-on-one handicap match where it was Bubba and Devon versus John Cronus, because I think Perry Saturn uh, was gone at this point. Um, or right. he got gotten hurt. Um, the last title match that they had together as champions was Wrestlepalooza 97. They defeated the Dudleys of Bubba and Devon. Uh Cronus defended the titles twice against the FBI in handicap matches um, before dropping it back to the Dudleys in a handicap match. A four-minute and 15-second match. Uh, obviously, to probably just get the Dudley boys' the titles back because Saturn was gone. Um, yeah, uh I don't I don't think there's any way that I'm not voting for Cronus and Saturn here. Exactly. Um uh these guys and here's the thing, like even when they weren't tag champs, their matches with the gangsters and the Dudleys and you know, even like Raven and Stevie, you know, I think they even had a decent match with the Pitbulls, R V D and Sabu. I think they got okay. in there with a couple of times. So I think like this is something where like, if you look up four, like, you put four guys in the ring together that are going to have a dynamite match, give me RVD, Sabu, Cronus, and Saturn. And I think, like, yeah. you'd, you'd, be strike, you'd be striking matches to, to the fire every time. And I think that's something that uh, is a big thing. And I think that this is something that Cronus and Saturn have a shot here to bust a lot of brackets and make a deep run. Because when you really go into these guys' title runs, like, I'm gonna bring more information when we get into the second round. I didn't want to go all heavy on the on the stats early I see
3: a clean sweep pick one.
0: I was gonna say we should give Ernest some matches of theirs to actually go check out because I think he'd be a fan, to be honest. I mean, me look, I might have seen him before in the past I'm, but,
3: but Saturday. He's gonna to
0: have to find time before Peacock takes over the network? I mean, just just oh, yeah. fucking pause Royal Rumble 2020 and put on an ECW show. You'll that be so, so happy. good,
3: dude. You fucker. It's so good.
1: I mean, yeah, sure.
3: On this day, yeah. I see clearly.
1: Yeah, yeah. So is a seven-minute title match between the Eliminators and the yeah.
3: No, I mean, it is, there's no, there's no way. Again, force wasn't together long enough to even. The fact that even on on the bracket actually is fucking kind of a miracle, honestly.
1: The their first title match victory happened at ECW Big Apple Blizzard Blast uh, on February 3rd of 96. They defeated the tag team of Cactus Jack. And Mikey Whipwreck. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. All right. That's a queen sweep. So, in the south bracket, uh, moving on to both Demolition and the Eliminators. That's going to be a fun one to talk about in a couple of weeks. That's some we research that. there. Yeah, um, it really is. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be putting in some work. So, first four matchups are done. Outsiders and RVD and Sabu move on as do Demolition and the Eliminators. Great. All right. Bracketology, you guys were here last week. We determined that the four teams that would move on were the Outsiders and RVD and Sabu from the north. The south was Demolition and the Eliminators. Uh, It's time to play Bracket Challenge, uh, the second set of four matches in the uh, bracket elimination style. Again, two votes moves you on. If it goes to a tiebreaker, we'll figure it out from there. Uh, Ernest, by the way, after the call, whenever we're done recording, I want to talk to you about something. So stay on video. Joe, you can stay too if you want. I don't care. I just wanted to say that before we got too far. Uh, all right. We'll start in the South because I have that built up already on my iPad. Uh, it is the 413 matchup. It is the former WWE tag team champions, Paul London and Brian Kendrick Ooh. taking on from ECW, the impact players of just incredible. And Lance Storm. Uh some notes on both teams before we get to the voting here. Brian Kendrick and Paul London were two time tag team champions in WWE. They had a three hundred and thirty one day reign as the SmackDown tag team champions, at the time, I believe, the longest reign. Um or like in like how since demolition, I think, right? Probably.
3: Demolition About uh, a good hour and three months. Oh, oh, one year and three months, so yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds accurate. Uh, and then uh they had a three-day reign as the Raw Tag Team Champions. Not as good the second time around. Uh, and then for the Impact players, two-time ECW Tag Team Champions for a total of 89 days. Um, I will say this. I'm one of the bigger fans of what Credible and Storm did in ECW as a tag team. Um, I thought they were great in ring together. I thought they got great matches. Um Not just when they were champions, but before they were champions. You know, the stuff with Tommy Dreamer and uh, Raven and then Mike Awesome, you know, Masato Tanaka, you know, that, that where they won the titles the second time in that three team dance match, uh, they, had, they had good matches against like Chetty and Nova, uh, Roadkill and Danny Doring. I think they had a couple of decent matches with right before the company closed. Um, but with that being said, I don't know that I can go against a, a team that had a 331 day title reign and a company that hates tag team wrestling as much as WWE does. I think that London and Kendrick were a time where tag team wrestling didn't matter, and they had so much fun as a tag team, that it made tag team wrestling on SmackDown so much more enjoyable than Raw because you knew that, okay, it's only going to be a four- or five-minute match, but it's going to be a fun four- or five-minute match.
0: All right. um, I'll vote. Um, So it's actually – this is kind of an easy one for me, if I'm being honest. And it's only because I wasn't that big into ECW in the late 90s. My time as an ECW fan was more 96, 97, that kind of period. By 98, 99, I had fallen off on ECW. So I really didn't actually see much of the Impact players run. I don't have a lot to actually judge them on. And the little bit that I do have to judge them on, like I'm going to be honest, right? I'm not the biggest Just Incredible fan. Um, I think Lance Storm is great, obviously, but you know, I I just I don't have enough to judge them on. And at the same time, I'm a huge fan of London and Kendrick. I'm a huge fan of them as individuals. I'm obviously as as a long term Ring of Honor fan, as someone who's been a Ring of Honor fan since day one. I'm very familiar with both London and Kendrick. They're basically they were basically the best tag team to exist in NXT about a decade before NXT was a thing. You know, they, if they had existed right now, they would be literally one of the top teams on the planet. Yeah.
1: So I just looked it up while you were talking because I sure, had a sure. to put my head down. Just incredible, and Lance Storm never lost the ECW tag titles the second time. Oh, they wow. Vacate, they vacated the titles, which were then won by Mikey Whipwreck and Yoshihiro Tajiri. But the interesting thing that I have here, I brought up the total amount of defenses that Brian Kendrick and Paul London had in three hundred and thirty one days. It's gonna be small. You
0: wanna guess? Like eight. What? Ten. Ten. Yeah, I'm not I mean I'm not surprised and I bet like three of them were to do some domino. Because they were like tag team wrestling when Brian Kendrick and Paul London were a team in WWE. If I'm being honest, and I might be right now making the case for why neither one of you guys should vote for them, and I that God, this hurts. This hurts my soul. I, but let me be I honest, want, right? Like they were they were the top tag team when tag team
1: wrestling kind of sucked in WWE. I want to read you off Brian Kendrick and Paul London's title matches. Sure, they go won for the- it. They won the titles from Eminem, Mercury, and Nitro. Probably a really good feud. I, I actually probably enjoyed that. They defended the title against the Mexico's of Psychosis and Super Crazy. Okay. It, they defeated the new Pitbulls of Jamie Noble and Kid Cash, not the ones that we had on, in, in right. our boat uh, earlier. Um, they had a triple threat match on an episode of SmackDown that went five minutes, where they defeated Idol Stevens and KC James and the Pitbulls. Uh, they defeated Idol Stevens and Casey James at a No Mercy card in 06. They had a four-way ladder match where they defeated Eminem, Dave Taylor, and William Regal and the Hardy Boys. That's the match where Joey Mercury's face got fucked up. Armageddon 2006. That's uh, where his face gets exploded. Yeah. Uh, they then defeated Dave Taylor and William Regal in a, sing- in a, in a one-on-one a team match. They had a match against Deuce and Domino that they won. They defeated Deuce. Uh, excuse, they defeated Eminem. They defeated Deuce and Domino and then lost to Deuce and Domino. Yeah.
0: Like I said, like, look, there's no denying tag team wrestling was not exactly at its greatest pinnacle at the time that those guys are champions. I'm voting for them because, like I said, I just don't know the Impact players that well. And I love Brian and Kendrick as a team. They were my nominees. I'm voting for them. I'm not gonna be mad if you guys don't vote for them.
3: So it's up. It's on Well, you. Mike, you voted for uh, Kendrick
1: and uh, London. No, no, no he didn't fair. vote. I, he, he. I he never, didn't. I never made a, i never made. A yeah. vote.
3: Well, I'm side with Joe, also too, because I, I if anything, like I know who Lance Storm and Justin Scribble is, but the tiebreaker here for me is the stats, honestly. And then if, and if, and if you're, you know, the best one, it, it didn't matter. You know, I got to kind of for something. It's hard to. Be a tag team when doesn't Give a Shit and be having fun with it, whatever. Don't know can much just, about it, really, honestly, but I'll go with that. Just, can
0: I just point out one thing, though, now to defend the Brian Kendrick? And I guess, I mean, they've, they've won at this point. Yeah. But yep. they, they'll have to win further rounds. I'd love to see them make a run. So I'm going to just put one thing out there for you guys, okay? I know it sounds like a real small amount in 300 and something, 331 days. They only defended the title 10 times, but if the rules state that you only have to defend the title once every 30 days, and they held the titles for almost a year, they the basically defended it about once every 30 that's days. Ballpark. Right, like, that's actually kind of a successful title reign, I'm just saying. I totally
3: agree. And again, it's a lot of demolitions. Demolitions held the title for, for like, 17 months. Straight. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll,
1: I'll tell you this much, I don't think there's a shot in hell they're winning the next matchup, so it really doesn't matter. Right. Okay, well, we'll because this. My, my vote would have been for the impact players. Uh We don't have to wait very long, though, because we're going right to whoever they're going to face next. It is the 5-12 matchup in the South. It is the five-seed, the Nasty Boys, Sags and Knobs versus the Bushwhackers.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: uh. Sorry, if Brian Kendrick and Paul London lose to either the nasty boys or the bushwhackers i am gonna be pissed
1: how Wow,'
0: Cause they're a better fucking team than either of those teams ever were
3: nasty boys though i i, I will say this you know at the <laughs> time I mean
0: trash is at, at the time sorry. they
3: made their run um, they, were a in good 90,
0: they were a good act they were fun characters. They were perfect for where they were at the times that they were there. Like, they were in WWF at the time when that that was the character that would get you over. They were in WCW a few years later when that was the thing that would get you over. Like, if the Nasty Boys had showed up for the first time in 1999, they wouldn't have been a fucking success.
3: Yeah, the was fucking dominant, dude.
0: Right. Like, you know what I'm, I'm saying. Like even as it, like they they sucked in the ring. Like I'm sorry. No, they
3: weren't great. No, I I I, I, I can I can get through there. But yes. I, I'm gonna be that i gonna be that guy because I know they're not gonna win this. I'll be the one guy to avoid the sweep. I'll pick the Bushwhackers just because. I was, was going to say. Knowing like, Knowing <laughs> that the Nasty Boys didn't win tax investment, that's making seven for the record. As much
0: as I'm talking about the Nasty Boys, I don't think I'm gonna sit here and vote
1: for the Bushwhackers. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was going to say, if you literally just swung vote so it wasn't a sweep, and you picked the fucking Bushwhackers, and we got a team that held the fucking uh WWE titles for 155 days with like 12 defenses, and the team that held the WCW tag title that had like 11 defenses for 200 days, you're both fucking fired for bracketology. There's no way the fucking Bushwhackers should beat the fucking Nasty Boys. No no, I, I, mean, I agree. Look, no, I I'm look, assuming, look,
3: look, look, wait, 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 wait. I'm assuming you're both picking the Nasty Boys. That's all.
0: I mean, look. Does the bushwhackers the were...
3: also count the sheepherders? Sure. Wait, 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 Joe. Who are you choosing here?
0: I mean, I'm I'm choosing the nasty boys.
3: Okay.
0: But to be fair, if you were also counting the sheepherders, they are more of a legendary tag team. Like they do deserve that credit. But I like. I mean, I'm not voting for the bushwhackers. The fucking bushwhackers. Even when I was a kid, I wasn't a fan of the bushwhackers. The, well, they, they
3: were comic relief, man. It's, 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 the it's nasty boys. This sucks
0: as wrestlers.
3: Let's be nasty boys, dude. Nasty boys. Hey, come on. I mean, the Bushwackers is fun. Nasty boys want titles. It's our foundation. So let's go.
1: Clean
0: sweep. The let's go. Put back to where they were because fucking Hulk Hogan's like their BFF.
1: Yeah, I agree. Well, we're gonna have a fun debate because I think the Nasty Boys versus Lennon and Kendrick is a lot closer than what you think it really is going to be we'll have a couple of weeks before we get there. I, I'm okay. going
0: to send Ernest, like, a fucking fruit basket so he votes for London and Canada. I was going to say, I, I might
1: say do that. I hate nasty boys, so... I'm going to say, what do you do? Send, what do you do? Send him there three matches that went longer than five minutes and see if fucking, he can no, those I'm No, I'm bribery.
0: I'm bribing him. not trying to get him to watch wrestling he's not going to watch. Is, that, oh.
1: is it Royal oh.
3: tw- uh, Rumble Roy 2020?
0: Right?
3: Like, no. They, they don't, they're no sale, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: Like, did they
1: wrestle <laughs> did they wrestle Brock Lesnar, then he's not interested. Earthy, Matt, did they wrestle Earthy, then he's no. not interested. Exactly. Where's S.A. Rios at? We need him. We'll bring him back. Who? Alright. We're what? gonna go to the north now because you just told me who whenever I mentioned S.A. Rios, who is like the greatest Sunday night heat wrestler of all time. What the fuck is wrong with you? Many things. <laughs> I I got him the fucking story on that one. That was great. Awesome. All right. The North Region will start the three fourteen matchup. The three seed, Rick and Scott, the Steiner brothers. Their opponents for this one. He's already had one of his teams, I believe, eliminated. Yep, he was eliminated last week. That is Ron Simmons. His tag team partner this week is Butch Reed. It is. Uh, for longevity alone, I'm
3: voting for this, this, is, tough. this is tough. Just tough. Because I- I'll tell you what. The Steiner brothers, as we as we go years beyond their peak, they become so underrated. They really do.
0: What What do you mean by that? Because I don't feel like they're. To me, that would mean that they're like almost forgotten, and I don't agree with that. I feel they get like
3: forgotten they- because you think tag teams like it's way probably more popular tag teams. You know. I think
0: Steiner Brothers. When I think of that, it's one of the reasons why. Like, this is an easy one for me. Actually, like, if, if you ask me to name, if you just walked up to me and were just like, name five wrestling tag teams of all time. Go. Steiner Brothers is probably one of the five that's coming to my head.
3: Well, for, well, you and I are also diehard wrestling fans, especially in that era. Dylan,
1: Thailand, Thailand,
3: Thailand. Because I spit hot. I mean, for me, it's, to me, the answer is easy. Steiner Brothers. It's easy for me.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, I I think this is a clean sweep here. Uh I'm definitely with the Steiner brothers. And I'm gonna go fuck full fuck spoiler alert here. I have a real fucking feeling that they're gonna be in the team that's gonna be fight facing off with maybe uh the winner of the top half of the North in the I final agree four. I, I agree um, because this looking at their statistical numbers, two time IWGP tag champs, six time WCW tag champs, uh World Tag team champions uh, on in WWE twice. Um, they had a lot of history on their side, and there's not a lot of guys that could compete with them coming out of the bottom half of that north bracket. Um, so it's Queen sweep for the Steiner Brothers. Uh, no real uh, question there. Even though the Steiner Brothers and Doom had a really good match, though.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: 91? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'll, I'll, I'll find a I'll find it.
1: No, you won't. It won't be up. It'll be, we'll be six right up now. It'll be up. It'll be up with all the other uh, Saturday night's main events. The ten. Jesus. All right. Let me get this uh, last portion here. Uh, if I can bring up the tag teams in the database here. All right. The final first round or the final uh, that we're going to go over tonight. Um, it is the six eleven matchup from the north. It is the six seed British Bulldogs. Their opponents this week are none other than. The Wyatt family slash bludgeon brothers of Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. I was in pain. What was that?
3: No, it's the Wyatt brothers. It's the Wyatt, it's people. the Wyatt
1: family versus the, uh, tag team of the British Bulldogs. Oh, uh. I mean.
0: Oh, that can go either way. That's, a... that's, uh.
1: Oh, well, you found the match. The the Doom match?
3: Yeah, I found two matches, actually. There's from 89 and from 91. That's a
1: champion. Oh, you have it. All right, so before we go... Oh, it is? Okay, I'll let you go. and then yeah,
3: I was going to go not, with some uh, statisticals. Well, go on, go on, run it out. Run, run the numbers out before we go. All right, statisticals.
1: Uh, the tag team of the Bludgeon Brothers of Harper and Rowan, they had that one title reign on the SmackDown brand where they were champions for 135 days. They also held the NXT tag titles for 49 days. Mm-hmm. Um, the British Bulldogs, they were Stampede International Tag Team Champions twice, uh, and the WWF World Tag Team Champions uh, one time for 294 days.
2: Yeah.
3: It's good rain to have, 86, 87. It was good rain, actually.
1: Yeah, no,
0: The Bulldogs were fantastic. I mean,
3: mm-hmm.
0: to be really honest,
3: yeah, I'm gonna go for the Wyatt family. You know, I you know I, <laughs> I look at Mike fucking said that. You know, so it's funny. I just oh, love how he was like, Oh yeah,
1: the British Bulldogs are great in the investors. Yeah, for
3: the Wyatt family. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I am kinda of in the same boat as Joe though.
1: I just love uh, how he slow rolled everyone. <laughs> everyone at home
3: right I think
1: thought, oh, how lo- what course, what oh, man, this is gonna be great. <laughs> nope.
3: How long were they together? The, well, the, bl- the
1: Bludgeon uh, They started as a tag team. They won the NXT tag team titles in 2013.
3: Okay, and then they were a tag team through what? 16 at least. Oh, 12
1: through 19. The Bludgeon Brothers really broke up when Harper got released.
3: Okay, so they're they're. I'll pick them also too by virtue of company.
0: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this right. They were enough of a tied together act. That when Eric Rowan finally got released by WWE, everyone was like, Oh, you know he's showing up in AEW. You I know, know he's joining the Dark Order. It was expected. It didn't happen. He only appeared for the um the after died, the memorial show. But everyone expected it. That's how tied together they are. That's how synonymous they are. I don't think you can say that quite the same about Davy Boy and uh Dynamite Kid. Like Maybe, maybe to a dynamite kid, like, yeah, he's synonymous with the British Bulldogs, but Davey Boy had a pretty successful career as a singles guy. Oh, no doubt. Not
2: um,
3: for me, I think I'll give a bunch of brothers here one, one, one big reason, longevity. Bulldogs had a nice little run in 86, a little bit 87, and by 88, they were on the way out. Like, I, a lot of it had to do with injury with dynamite kid, but by the time demolition came in there the hearts were getting pushed heavy, uh, the rockers, all that. The Bulldogs just kept going out of sight, out of mind. Right. The last match I remember seeing them was at SummerSlam 88, and they lost, I believe. So other than the 86-87 run, that's all you really have. And granted, they were big. They were like, they were very popular. But it, this is as fast as they were popular. They were gone within two years so the, the yeah. last
1: tag team match that the British bulldogs had together on w w e television was the survivor series elimination ten man tag match right. then they were uh, i think they were released shortly after because they showed up on the uh December second episode of stampede wrestling um they wrestled for stampede until March of 89 and then had a run in All Japan Pro Wrestling where they were part of the Real World Tag League. They had other matches. Their final match as a tag team together was the two of them and Tiger Mask versus Jumbo Tushruta, Masunobi Fuchi, and Yoshihaki T- Yatsu. Hmm. Say so, yeah, um, yeah, that three
2: times. Can, yeah. I, can, I get that cool.
1: can
0: I get that with cream of some young guy?
2: yes lord (laughs) absolutely
1: uh yeah my vote would have been for the uh wyatt family slash Blood brothers also um i just i i think i think those guys work so well together uh now to make this uh faster for you guys um next week uh my topic again will be the the brackets we're gonna finish the first round next week we're gonna do all eight matchups um, because it, we're going to get into some matchups that are going to be very easy, and we're not going to have to go into too much deep-dive discussion. And like we can get it. onto the matchups that really are really going to matter, which are going to be the second, third, and then, of course, the uh, Final Four. Um, so that's uh, that's the tag bracket for this week. The bottom half of the North, Spider Brothers versus Wyatt Family, uh, Outsiders versus RVD and Sabu. One of those teams is going to have a shot to fucking play for the winner, uh, to play for the North. Uh, the South bracket, a little bit different. London and Kendrick and the Nasty boys are in the bottom of the top bracket. And then you have demolition and the eliminators in the top half of the bottom half of that bracket. Um, so you might actually see where those teams could end up facing each other uh, in the finals of the South. I don't think that's going to happen, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um, so that is the, the March madness portion of the take Three wrestling podcast for this week. Tag Team Bracket for three. All right. We are halfway through the bracket. I've decided tonight we are going to finish the first round. We have eight matchups that we need to go over. Uh, so we're not going to hold back any punches. We're going to get right into it. Uh, the North Bracket, the one matchup. Excuse me. The one seed is Booker T and Stevie Ray, Harlem Heat. They are paired up against... Money Inc. They won a play-in game. Erwin uh, R. Scheister and Ted DiBiase. Uh, for those of you that don't know, IRS and DiBiase were three-time WWE Tag Team Champions for a total of 411 days, whereas Harlem Heat were 10-time champions in WCW for a total of 470 days. Um, I think this one on paper... Could be a lot closer if you if you started to look into things. I mean, obviously, my vote is going to be for for Booker and Stevie. Um, I think they were the the longer duration as a tag team. Obviously, um, Shyster and DiBiase got together towards the end of Ted's in ring career for WWE. Um, but this is a lot closer than I think people actually think it is because of the title run that IRS and DiBiase had um, in WWE. Um, Let's see. They let me go back to their little tab here. Uh, the 411 days. Uh, the second reign they had was the 244 day reign. Um, you know, they defeated the natural disasters at Wrestle Challenge to get the, the titles, um, and they had 11 successful title defenses. Excuse me, 12 successful title defenses before losing the titles um, to the Steiner Brothers. So, I mean, I think I mean. that. I think this is a lot closer than than people will get What will, will say it is, but uh, that's me.
3: Seems like the home heat uh tag team title uh, arranged or like hot potato pretty much.
1: Um, a quarter
3: plus days and ten ten uh titles. Let's, well
1: let's look at it. hundred and sixty four the first time, twenty eight the second, a day the third.
2: It's like a hundred and
1: seventeen the fourth time. 30 days the fifth time, 58, 26, 9, 36 in their final reign with one day.
3: Hot potato. That said.
1: Well, I that, don't know why I'm necessarily to say hot potato, but I would definitely say that they didn't have the long withstanding reign. They didn't have the reign. Can what? I just say something?
0: I'm what? voting for Money Inc. Ah, Ernest, it's on you.
3: Oh, well, like I said, I do agree with Mike. It's a lot closer for people to give it credit for um, the for me the tiebreaker is more so longevity. No, I think mean, only that's what two years, if that. Um, so I'll go Harlem Heat. Uh, yeah, ninety two to ninety three and maybe ninety four. That's it. Yeah. So, um, I not
0: really like them as a kid. I
3: did too. Like, I did too. Yeah. And and I love DiBiase, obviously. I'm a big DiBiase, DiBiase guy. So, uh, but I gotta go Harlem Heat though, cause longevity. Yeah, fair. Uh, all
1: right, so that means that Harlem Heat is moving on. Let me bring up the next... uh... Nope, didn't want to do that. The next matchup is going to be... The Rock and Roll Express. They are the eighth seed in the North Bracket, taking on the current SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode.
3: I mean, this should be easy.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry, but like... Literally one of the most legendary tag teams of all time, and then the Rock and Roll Express. Like I don't know how you expect me to pick between those two. That is hard. No, I'm a, I'm gonna take the Rock and Roll Express. because literally one of the most legendary tag teams of all time. Like I like Ziggler and Root together, but at the end of the day, I don't. I think in 20 years. When Mike and I are on a podcast and randomly watching pay-per-views from 2021, we're gonna be like, "Oh shit, did you remember that Rude and Ziggler were a tag team?" Yeah, like I feel like that's the reality, and I like you'll never say that about about the Rock and Roll Express. And I wasn't even an NWA fan back then, so like, but I'm still voting for them because come on.
3: I'm not an NBA fan either, but I know who the Rock and Roll Express. I know who they were for the kids. I mean, if you ask any pro wrestling fan who's been a fan for 30, 40 plus years, yeah. they'll probably tell you that the Rock and Roll Express is one of the top 10 greatest tag teams of all time.
0: Right. Like, Everyone might not know who the members are, but you know who the Rock and Roll Express
1: are. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which, which, which Rock and Roll Express are we talking about this time? Can we Can we specify? Yeah, no. It's definitely the Rock and Roll Express. Clean Sweep. Yeah, yeah. Queen Street, of course. Uh, in arguably what will be the easiest matchup we talk about of the entire night. Easier than
0: Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus <laughs> the Rock
1: and Roll Express? Oh, just wait. You will say I'm right. The four seed in the North, the current Raw Tag Team Champions, four time Raw Tag Champs, four time SmackDown Tag Champs, WWE Tag Champs, uh, the new. Their opponents. I woke up at least three rooms just now. Their okay. opponents. One singular 27-day reign as WWF World Tag Team Champions. Scotty Too Hoty and Brian Christopher Too Cool.
3: By the way, their original theme song's is amazing. I put my son Eli is obsessed with that song.
1: I love that for him.
3: I Did,
1: me is, I is, that, is, is this not easier than the last one? I mean, I oh what are we doing here? God.
3: I'm, going doing here. Cool. I'm, go, I'm going too cool. I'm going too cool. Come on now. You're
1: an idiot.
3: I know. Come oh. on now. No, nah, it's a new day, man. You know that?
1: That's yeah, an easy one. I was going to say, I think that was a little bit easier <laughs> than the last one. <laughs> an <than> easy one. <laughs> too
0: cool. <laughs>
3: it, it was a thing. It was a thing. Like, yeah, no, like, make
0: like, like, I'm, I'm not even mad that too cool is like... In this, like, I feel like they belong in 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 this, but they in don't the... belong moving past the first round. Like, I don't even know that I would have given them the nod over Ziggler and Ruse. So you're, you're kind of right.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. Oh god, he's playing the fucking theme song. Where's Rikishi at when we need him? <laughs> all right. Final final matchup of the of the North bracket. Are you talking about? Bracket. Are you talking about TNA,
0: Legend, Jr., Fatu? Yes. How did you know? I did
1: it for the Rock. I did it. Did it for the Rock. <laughs> All right. Final first-round matchup of the North Bracket. It is the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom, uh, Hawking Animal. They are going to take on the team, and I really love these two as a tag team together. And, you know, I don't know why. Uh, It is the pair of Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. Oh,
3: Oh, this is... Okay, so I think it's clear who's going to win this one, obviously. It's got to be clear. But, God, Owen and British were really, really good. They were a really really good team.
1: They were really good. They were champions one time for 246 days. They won the titles from the Smoking Gun at In Your House 10 Mind Games. They held the titles from September of 96 all the way until May of 97, end of May. They lost the titles to the unholy tag team of Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve Austin at a Raw is War in Evanston, Indiana.
0: Okay, so I'm going to make this argument, and I'm voting for the Road Warriors, obviously. But here's my argument, okay? Owen Hart... And the British Bulldog felt like two singles guys put together as a team. Anytime Hawker Animal ever kind of got a singles run, it felt like a tag team wrestler being put into singles matches. I think there's an important distinction there. Yeah, of
1: course. Yeah. So what you're saying is Owen Hart and the British Bulldog are the. Adam Page and Kenny Omega of the AEW roster. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah, kind of. And, <laughs> and Matt and Nick Jackson are the road warriors of the AEW Correct. roster. Like, they have a single you're, right. you're gonna, you're going to like – so they're a tag team that I, one of them's hurt, right? I mean, I don't think anyone
0: has ever compared the road warriors to the Young Bucks in the history of anything before ever. So I'm impressed by that, because you're also Um, just not wrong
1: in your comparison. Thank you. Thank you. Golf pops for everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Interesting stat here, though, that I wanted to discuss. Um, They held the WWF tag titles twice. Who? The Legion of Doom. Oh. They were never the WCW world tag team champions. Just the NWA? Yep, they never won the WCW World Tag Team Championships, according to CageMatch.net. Obviously, I'm not. Right. I'm not. I haven't sat here and deep scrub the network or anything like that. Well,
0: no, because like they go, they they have their NWA run, and mm-hmm. then they pop over to WWF. 1990. Have their little run there. And they never end up as a tag team again in WCW. They both get, like, singles runs randomly here and there. I don't know if the other guy was just injured at the time or what. But they never, as far as I can remember, end up as a tag team again in WCW. But they do both end up in WCW at different times trying to mm-hmm. be singles stars. And then end up back in WWF where they become a tag team again. And Sonny mm-hmm. is their manager and yada, yada, yada. But like, then draws. Right, exactly. Like, like you know, you, it kind of makes sense actually,
1: just because of the timing. If you look, if you look at their their page, they were the AWA World Tag Champs for 400 days. Wow. The, the IPW Tag Champs for 120. The NWA International Tag Team Champions for 456 days the nwa national tag team champions three times for 313 days the world six men tag team champions paired with the american dream baby dust Rhodes, twice for 787 days nwa world tag champs for 155 days and then the wwf tag champs uh for 213 total days so you know they held titles for a long time i just thought that with a team that is so synonymous with NWA and WCW, that they at least would have gotten one WCW World Tag I, Title ring. I,
0: I think it's just the timing, because I think that right. if you look at it, I, I think that the NW, like, they didn't become WCW belts and everything until, what, like, 92? Yeah. And that's the thing, like, I, by that point, Legion of Doom has already jumped over to WWF, and like I was just saying, any time where they were back in WCW, inexplicably, it was always in singles runs and very short term. And then they were a team again in WWF. So, like, it, it really is just the timing. Honestly. I, do
1: find, I do find it interesting that they did not have a single title reign from the time they lost the WWF tag titles in 92 till they won them again in 97. Yeah. That's fascinating.
0: I, feel, I, I think it was like one of them was always hurt when the other one wasn't or something like that it's like something Probably. weird something weird like that because there really are those random times where it's like oh look Hawk is fighting for the world title against Ric Flair or like look Animal is fighting for the world title against Ric Flair like it's just this random like pushes that they would get in WCW
3: yeah after 92 when they left 93 like between 93 96 97 when they came back to WF it was kind of Kind of just weird. Like, you didn't really hear much about them really, until they came back to, uh, yeah.
2: So,
1: all right. So, the north bracket is complete. Uh, we'll go over that at the end whenever we go through what round two is going to look like. We'll move to the south bracket, the 116 matchup. It's a fun one to talk about on paper, but it's not going to be a fun one because we know exactly what's going to happen. The one seed are the Dudley boys, Bubba Ray, Devon, the probably arguably one of the greatest tag teams ever. Yeah. Their opponents, are a team that should have been so much more. And I think they would have been had one of them not gotten hurt. They're, they're playing a play-in-game winner of the team of Brian Pillman and Steve Austin, the Hollywood Blonds. Oh. This is fun. I feel like the Hollywood Blonds would have been so much more had had he not gotten hurt. Did you randomize this thing?
3: Did you randomize the uh, order?
1: No, I, I I said what I did. You weren't listening three episodes ago. I, yeah, said, I think what I, I think that's what happened when I uh, like, came up with them, I think. no, I wrote out the bracket where one of us would face the other, where you would never have your own person, your own team face each other right. in the first round. Right. So this was a play-in game winner. I believe it was my play-in game nominee mm-hmm. versus my. I think I had the Dudleys, but that was just because the play-in game randomizer was. Whoever won the whoever had the most votes got uh, the top, and whoever got the second got the bottom. Right. So, um, yeah, uh, but okay. Um, obviously, it's the Dudley
0: Boys. Right. I mean, there's, I mean, to, the I mean, there's no, no realistic way to vote against
1: the Dudley Boys here. I mean, at, at least all, at least not here. Gonna
3: be a top five team all time. Arguably.
1: Yeah, you can't vote against them here. I mean, no. obviously, obviously the what if of Austin and Pillman is so enticing to talk about. But oh I, yeah, I yeah. Know, that's the
0: thing. Like they're they're almost like. It's almost like legend, right? Like they, like they were such they were such a great match and a great mix of two extremely talented guys that I sort of feel like we all remember this, like them having this great run and all that. When in reality, what were they a the team for like six months because of the injuries and stuff? Like like That's officially short? branded as the Hollywood Blondes, it wasn't a very long time. Was that short? They, they, yeah, pretty they, short.
3: I don't think it a year or two, but I think it was six months. Wow. I'll look it up real
1: quick. Hold I on. could be wrong. I'll look it up. Hold on. Just you guys keep talking.
0: But well, like, nah, at the end of the day, like, right. Like, like if we were voting on potential, then maybe they get they get through here. But you can't take potential versus literally one of the most decorated tag teams of all time.
3: You by know? the way, 1992 WCW roster. I put it against WWF's uh, 92 roster also. If oh, sure. yeah.
1: So their first tag match as a team was on a TV show in Columbus on September 29th of 92. They were rebranded the Hollywood Blondes on January 5th of 1993. Mm-hmm. Their final tag match as a team in WCW was November 4th of 93. They lost a house show match... To Ric Flair and the British Bulldog.
3: So technically, fourteen months as a team. The rebrand gives you less than a year. Still,
1: their short. Their last tag match together was on on paper or on television was a Saturday Night Show against Frankie Lancaster and Mark Starr. Little little known fact here, and and this 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 is going to be a fun one. They uh they won a NWA WCW Unified World Tag title match between uh between them and the Cole twins. Who Keith, Who? Keith and Kent Cole. Are,
0: are any relation to Adam Cole? Is he their
1: baby? No, I just thought it was cool. Oh, Garrett Cole, the Yankees. Ew.
3: <laughs> Ew Yankees. <laughs>
0: Uh, All I'm saying, though, is I do think it's interesting because I do feel like sometimes wrestling fans have memories that are total, like, Mandela effect kind of memories. Of course. Like, like I swear to you, we all have some memories of the Hollywood Blondes being this incredible, successful tag team, and then... And then you look at the stats, and it's like, oh, they they weren't around that long, even. Like but we said this about Demolition a few weeks ago too. Like, mm-hmm. feels like they yeah. were an act for like ten years. They were an act for about two and a half. Oh, you Lord know? Lord. yeah. So I mean, it, it's kind of an interesting phenomenon in and of itself, but obviously, it does work.
1: Right. Yeah. All right, this one should be fun. Joe's going to like talking about this one. Okay. The eight nine, the eight nine matchup in the South Region. The eight seed, the gangsters. Ooh. New Jack, Mustafa, their Ooh. opponents, the nine-seed the brainbusters of Arn Anderson and Tony <sighs> Blanchard.
3: This is going to be fun.
1: That is a styles clash right there. Yes. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, the Gangsters were two-time ECW World Tag Team Champions, and they were SMW Tag Champions. Once, their opponent, the Brain Busters, were two-time NWA World Tag Team Champions as part of the Four Horsemen, and they were WWF Tag Team Champions for 76 days.
3: One time. Beat Demolition, by the way. Okay. Okay. They they beat Demolition, dominant Demolition.
1: Okay. Okay. Hear me out here.
0: I'm aware of the fact that Arn and Tully are (laughs) arguably one of the greatest tag teams of all time, you look at them, you look at their body of work, obviously they were part of the greatest faction of all time with the Horsemen. They were a central part of that. Uh, they're the reason why teams like The Revival exist today. They're a reason why tag team wrestling is as successful as it is. Again, they're another one of those teams that I feel like people remember having been around and been more successful a lot longer, but like, look. Like, the Brain Busters, their WWF career is like a cup of coffee, you know? They weren't around that long there. And everything they did in in the NWA was prior to that, because Tully never went back. So there was no Brain Busters after that, you know? But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you this. For my money... The gangsters are one of the most entertaining acts.
4: We're on a mission to serve you and your community with access to great health care. AmeriHealth Caritas Florida is a local Medicaid health plan that is part of the national AmeriHealth Caritas family of companies. We help our members manage their health and connect to community resources. We make care the heart of our work. With us, it's about you. To learn more, please visit www.amerihealthcaritasfl.com.
0: in the history of pro wrestling. Because they were uniquely themselves. They came out, their music played for like 10 minutes through like half the fucking match. They brought out every weapon known to man, sometimes literally a kitchen sink. New Jack was guaranteed to hit you with a ukulele, play a couple of bars, hit you with it again. Like they were going to do the craziest shit You might get shanked, depending on what day of the week it was. There were no guarantees that you wouldn't end up in the hospital if you were wrestling the New Jack and the gangsters that night. I love their act. I love everything about their presentation. I'm voting for them. I ain't going to be mad if you guys don't, but you're wrong if you don't. I mean, so just like, and New Jack knows where you live.
3: Mike, where are you going?
0: Yeah, Mike, where are
1: you going? my my big thing here, and Joe knows I have a very fond place in my heart for for new Jack and, and Mustafa as a tag team um but the end of them as a tag team is something that has always been a uh, what the fuck happened like it they must- the- Mustafa go to jail or New Jack went to jail One of them went to jail it was It was mustafa who went who disappeared because New Jack ended up losing the tag titles with John Cronus when they were the gangstonators. Right, the w but Saturn jumped to WCW. Correct. Um, so, like, the thing that I always... It, like,
0: oh, I know, the, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Can I just say, though, since you brought it up, I don't think there's a more perfect ending to the gangsters than one of them going to prison and that being the end of their tag team. I just I, for the course.
1: He, I actually want to <laughs> see if he went to prison or if he just, like, wanted more money. Like, that's more or less what I want to see.
0: I mean, everybody wanted
1: more money from Paul. Amen. That's, 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 true. that's the thing. I just, I just because it was, so, it was so weird. It was like they won the tag titles, and then he was like, "All right, I'm out." I'm like, "What? What are we doing?" No. The team split. Ni- the team split in '97 when Mustafa left ECW. He just straight up left ECW.
3: When did they start? What year?
1: They were. They were around
0: from like. Because they were in Smoky Mountain Wrestling right. before that, also. So they were around right. from like 93,
1: 94. 94. Okay. They were a team from 94 to basically 97. Um, And then he went on to basically leave. And that's when New Jack became like really fun to watch wrestle because that's when he started hitting the guitar. The, the, the Yeah. Wow, guitar. But, man, like,
0: Just the whole act, like the music playing through three-fourths of their Mac was everything to me. Like, honestly, that wouldn't work if WWE ever tried to do it in, like, a big arena or something. But do it on NXT. Like, give me fucking, like, in in full sale when fans are back again or whatever, if they continue doing it where they're doing it now, whatever. But give me, like, fucking somebody. Like, none of the acts there right now work. The Street Profits would have worked for this at the time. Or, like, uh, I mean, there's just not any tag teams right now that are very inspiring out there in NXT. But, like, I just feel like that it's an act that just is so much energy and so much fun. And that's what wrestling is at the end of the day. Like, yeah, like, I, I love it if you can convince me that an arm drag or a headlock actually looks painful. And, like, I'm into that. Daniel Bryan's my second favorite wrestler of all time. Like, totally agree. But
1: wrestling's
3: got to be fun, and New Jack and Mustafa—they made it fun, or or else. I kind of
1: want to vote for them now too. <laughs> I mean, you should. You're
3: making a case for it. you got brainbusters, right, out, Mike? I haven't really. Because let me ask you a question. Outside the one-year run with Vince in '89, '88, '89, um, did I know they're part of Horseman, obviously, but did, did they do other things as a team? Like exclusively Tully and, and Arn? I mean, Is they had
1: right? st- they had stuff as as the Horsemen in NWA, right. um, and then I think Tully basically fell off the face of the earth after the after he left WCW after he left WWE because he he had already burned his bridge in WCW. They weren't bringing him back after yeah. the way the way that you, ended.
3: Because <laughs> right now you're making a case for me to pick the gangsters. Like I
0: I mean like I said I think that I think if it, if, if you Look, you can make this, you can vote however you want, obviously. We all bring our own decisions to this. Tully and Arn are an incredible tag team. If you're looking at just quality wrestling, yada, 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 they're incredible. They're one of the standard bearers, no doubt. But I do think they're remembered as being a lot more successful than they actually were. I think that they're remembered as being a bigger deal than they actually were. And at the end of the day, New Jack will fuck you up. So, like, I just, I just think that that deserves some
3: consideration. Um, obviously, no, Brain Buster's one year, the one title reign to beat Demolition on the Man event in July. Um, there, there'll be some stats on Gangsters attacking time, tag team titles and whatnot.
0: New Jack has also had sex with Terry Runnels.
3: That's right. Okay, that's it. Uh, the the answers, the answers is for me. I made it easy for Mike. I made it easy.
1: Just made easy. That. You didn't make it easy for me. I mean, they were the Smoky Mountain wrestling champions for 71 days, and they were the ECW tag champions for 139 days. Because
3: um, Ray was only tag champions for, like, what, I think 50, 60-something days? One in July, lost in
1: November or in October. 70, 76 days. Yeah, there we go. So, this that- um, is. <laughs> I'm looking at their title offenses. There's a bunch of them that, are, that seem entertaining. They had a Match at the Doctors Inn where they won the titles. They defeated the Bruiser brothers, Don and Ron Harris, the Eliminators and the Samoan Gangsta Party to win the belts. They defeated the Eliminators at Natural Born Killers in a Steel Cage Weapons match.
0: That match is great.
1: Before losing them back to the Eliminators at Hardcore TV 193. I really feel like there's like a, a another cage match that they were in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got to find it. I'll see if I can find it.
3: All I right. Know. I, I know the sex with Terry T- T- Reynolds uh, was the
1: equalizer for me. I mean, I was going to, I think I was going to end up voting for the gangsters anyways if you didn't, right. but the fact that your vote was swung. By, I feel like this was a win for Marlena me. Marlena back in the day
3: was fun as hell, though. On, yeah. Man.
1: He didn't have sex with Marlena, Terry Reynolds. He had sex with, like, hey, I'm on a 36 day bender. I need more crack money.
3: What year? What's this, though? What year?
1: Definitely like mid two thousands. Oh yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Damn.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Joe. Joe. Joe just sold you on like a nineteen ninety six wet dream, Bruh. and then he sold you. To first of all,
0: first of all, don't act like you wouldn't still hit it. Okay. Like. Uh huh. No. I'm not even talking to you. I'm talking to Ernest. I was gonna like, say, don't act like like you gonna you not, I haven't seen him lately. It. I
3: gotta see you real quick. Oh. Like, go to the next one in the meantime, and I'll look it up in the meantime until I hit it enough. Just
0: Get not. a penicillin shot. You'll be fine.
3: Yeah.
1: Preparation H does feel good on the whole. All right. My whole! Seven, 7-10 seven, matchup. This one should be fun to talk about. I don't know that it's going to be that fun to vote on. The seventh seed are the Rockers. Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Their opponents, the tag team of John Morrison and The Miz.
0: Ooh, that's a hard one. That's what rockers, she
3: said. The rockers have no tag titles.
1: <laughs>
0: they
3: won one. You said it before I could. God damn it! Fucker. They they won they won it and then they pulled it. Remember no, it the, never the, 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 happened. Break, no, break.
1: no, that, that that film doesn't exist somewhere yeah, randomly. That WWE could put up if they really wanted to. Yep.
3: If they wanted to.
1: All right, John Morrison and the Miz. Let's let, let's bring up some stats on the Miz and Morrison. Nah. Eh. Don't ask
0: me. I'm gay. <laughs> oh, wow. The, the Miz is 40. He looks good.
3: He's, he's He looks great.
0: Still one of the
1: hottest wrestlers I would. Oh, Lord. I, John, John, John Morrison and The Miz were a tag team from 2007 to 2009, and then they rejoined together in WWE in 2020. When Morrison returned after his sabbatical uh aka where he became Johnny insert random company's name here, uh Lucha Underground, Impact, uh Friday Night Delight or some bullshit, whatever he the fuck. Was, up he he the also call. did a
0: season
1: of Survivor.
3: Let me tell you something. Though,
0: Johnny
1: they're, they're Johnny, a Johnny combo. Johnny did make it to the final vote. You know, just giving the names together. <sighs>
3: I would say the Rockers are a better tag team, technically. But I will say the chemistry with, uh, with Miz and Morrison, not just in the ring, but out the ring, is you know with, it's pretty decent, man. I like it.
1: We have Johnny Nitro, Johnny Blaze, Johnny Spade, Johnny Superstar, <laughs> Johnny Nitro, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Blackcraft, Johnny Impact, Johnny Onyx, Johnny Religion, Johnny Friday Night Delight, Johnny, Johnny Capri Sun. Johnny fucking Jimmy Johns? I mean, whatever. That, is this a thing for real? Is this really a no. thing? Wow. Yeah, the last like the last like four probably weren't, but I mean, we should <laughs> <just wrote> a... <laughs> He he has more nicknames that that are have more title reigns than the Rockers did as a tag I team. It.
0: I mean, but here's the thing, right? And again, like this like I was saying in the last one, like if you're voting based on tag team quality, The Rockers get a pretty big edge here because quality speaking, like, yeah, like, look, at the end of the day, the Rockers were just a Rock and Roll Express ripoff. You know, the Rockers, like, like as much as you as much as
1: they were, they were the they were the dollar store honey buns. Yes. Of the Rockers.
0: Yes. They were like, Mom, can we get Rock and Roll Express? No, sweetie, we have Rock and Roll Express at home. And it's Shawn Michaels and Marty (laughs) Gennetti. Like that's who they were. And that's the funny thing is, like, I feel like sometimes people will be like, oh, the Young Bucks wouldn't exist without the Rockers. And I'm like, no, the Young Bucks wouldn't exist without the Rock and Roll Express. But I get how that you can compare them to the Rockers because the Rockers were such a quality tag team. And, of course, look, Shawn Michaels went on to be literally the greatest wrestler of all time as far as I'm concerned. And Marty Jannetty went on to possibly have sex with his daughter. So, I mean, like, if we're looking at it even from that perspective... Like I, I don't know who you vote for, it becomes kind of a rough one. Well, um, I mean,
1: I mean, I mean, if we're gonna go because of sexual relations with a woman, I mean, the Miz is married to Maurice. I mean, if we're gonna go daughter versus Maurice, like not like, Maurice?
0: I'm I'm so incredibly gay. I've watched every season of RuPaul Drag Race multiple <laughs> times. I would hit it with Maurice, like she hot. Like, so I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. Like, if, we're, if that is what we're basing our votes on now in this godforsaken tournament, whose wife is hotter, uh, fucking, isn't Johnny, Johnny Nitro's wife, why am I calling him Johnny Nitro? Isn't John Morrison's wife also attractive to, to straight men? She's, she's kind of attractive. I'm assuming there are also women that would find her attractive. Oh, yeah. Probably. Oh, my God. Oh my god! Can I say something that I hope isn't offensive? You know what I think is a great business idea? Uh oh. Secret lesbian bars in the back of like Lowe's and Home Depot, like speakeasies, like lesbian speakeasies, but in hardware stores. <laughs> I think that this is gonna take off. We all just have to invest.
1: Good God. Is that like knocking on someone's door and like, can I talk to you about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? I mean, it's you really go like <laughs> I sort of. Would you like to invest in my lesbian speakeasy inside this Home Depot? Yes. So
3: this is actually harder. I realized.
1: This. This is this. Derailed she, very, she did say that. <laughs> this is derailed very quickly. Yeah. You know, I'm, I feel
0: dirty voting against the rockers. So I'm not going to, I'm
1: going to vote for the rockers, but that's a, it's a hard one. The, rockers, the, the rockers were AWA world tag team champions twice for a total yep. of 201 days. Morrison and the Miz world tag team champions for 113 days. SmackDown tag team champions uh, early last year for 50 days and were WWE Tag Team Champions when they first became a team in 2007 to 2008 for 250 days.
0: You know, one thing I will give the Rockers a legit edge on, and this might only be because Marty Jannetty has turned into complete and utter fucking, like, trash boat on fire going down the river with no captain to stop it.
1: I'm the captain of the ship now. Right.
0: They've never reunited. Like, their, their legacy has never been tarnished by a mediocre second run, Ms. and Morrison. So, like, like, I, 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 I'm just saying, like, I think that that adds to it, like, and, and, and it might only be because Marty Jannetty wasn't allowed out of the state of California, but we never got, like, a, hey, let's have another run with the Rockers in the mid-2000s because we don't know what else to do and nostalgia. You know, so they they
1: they never ruin their legacy. I also I also think it didn't help that you know Sean probably really didn't want anything to do with Marty. Right. Yeah. I'll go
3: Rockers here too on a technicality, but this is much closer. Than people give credit for
1: it is.
0: This is very, it was this was hard. I almost
3: like I I, I almost,
0: almost said Miz Morrison. I
3: almost pulled pulled the trick on Miz Morrison too because I, yeah. I I love because again the chemistry you know out the ring too. I mean God. But again, the other team the, the other team has Shawn Michaels though. He's pretty
1: good. Yeah. It, um, Just sorry. Saying. So I was gonna vote for the Rockers as well. Um they probably they actually have had uh arguably about the same amount of tag team uh career. Um they both were teams for about four and a half ish years, so I was probably going to end up going with them anyways. So, I mean, it, it works. Um, hold on. I'm trying to find. So, clean sweep? Th- yeah, Queen sweep there. Finally, last but certainly not least, the 215 matchup. The two seed, Jimmy and Jay, the Usos, their opponents
3: Uh-oh.
1: Warlord and Barbarian, the powers of painting.
3: This is easy, obviously. But, uh, can I. Again, I, I'm sure we've discussed this in the podcast before about booking and this is a team that could have worked if used correctly. I, I don't know. They, they, they're kind of one of my personal what-ifs, the powers of pain. You know what I mean? I don't know. They, they start out as, as a baby faces, then they turned heel at Survivor Series 88 when Mr. Fuji turned on Demolition. I don't know. Wait, I, I kind of like them in the ring. I, okay. I, it's one of those things where, I don't know.
0: Wait, the powers and pain, that was Barbarian and the Warlord. The
3: Warlord, right? correct. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, okay. Two facts right off the bat for why okay. they're not going to win this vote. Okay. Oh, of course they're going to Number one, the best thing that the Warlord ever did in, in his entire wrestling career was feed with the British Bulldog, and that was at the single star. Okay? Let's be clear. I remember those matches. The only thing the Warlord ever did that was worthwhile. Number two, the only tag team that would actually be worthy of this conversation involving the Barbarian also Haku. has Ming on it.
2: Haku, so since right. they're
0: not in this conversation, this is a fairly easy one, in my opinion. Oh, this, this is, is not the oh, Warlord oh, and the Barbarian. Oh yeah,
3: <laughs> I'm not saying it, it's it's easy as hell. It's Uso's with a with a bullet. I'm just saying. Damn right. We're not gonna talk about these guys again. I just wanna talk about the what if
1: you know thing with it. Can, and it, so. can we can, can we talk about them real quick though? Can we talk about the Power Spain. Mm. You know when the last time they had a tag match together?
3: 1989?
1: Wrong. <laughs> was it was in Chicara. Recently? They were part of a... Ball for a ball match at Talking Shop Mania 2 that was put on by Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Oh, They're shit. Of, they are part of the Cock Torture World Order, which included Fake Sting, Mr. Hughes, the Barbarian... The Karate Man, the Warlord, and Virgil—they defeated Chad, Too Bad, and Sex Ferguson. Now, what us is about Two thousand twenty. fuck! Joe, Joe, listen to this real quick. Two thousand nineteen. They had a tag match in ICW: The Return of the Concrete Jungle. You wonder their opponents were? Who? Matt Tremont and Nick Fucking Gage. Wow, okay. They had a 12-minute and 50-second match that went to a no contest with Nick fucking Gage.
3: Can we find this on YouTube somewhere?
1: I'll see Just if curious. I can find
3: it. Yeah.
1: And, Joe, what you're thinking of, yes, they were part of the tag team gauntlet that we went to at King of Trios 2012. Yeah. They were part of the tag team gauntlet that was won by 123Kid and Marty Jannetty.
0: No yeah, wasn't like
1: demolition also in that? Are you serious? Okay, this this was this was the teams that were involved in that gauntlet match, and then then we can go over the the, the bracket for round two. It was one by one, two, three, Kid and Marty Jannetty. Other teams involved: Demolition of Ax and Smash. Oh, crush. You know, for the record, I totally smoked weed with uh, with X Pop that week. <laughs> yeah, you told me that one. Uh, Art, Art, like right outside the show, it was amazing. That's awesome. Art Garfunkel and Paul Simon. Hmm. Jacob Hamamir and Tim Donst, who jo- who Ernest will have no idea who that is. Uh, Johnny Miyagi and Ralph Macchio Jr. <laughs> see, see, Jakara likes to do this. Simon and probably, Garfunkel, Friday yes. Kid reference. Uh, they Cobra Kai defeated, fans probably. They defeated Night Eye for the Pirate Guy, uh, uh, which was Jolly Roger and Lance Steele. Arguably the greatest tag team in Chicara history, I don't care who you talk to, Uh, El Hijo del Ice Cream, Ice Cream Jr., Los Ice Creams, Um, The Colony of Fire Ant and Green Ant, Uh, you may know them as other people, Joe, Ernest doesn't, because he loves- Yeah, we can't, yeah. For legal reasons, we can't talk about it, Ernest will text you. Okay. Uh, The Devastation Corporation of Max Smashmaster- and Blaster McMassive, and finally The Powers of Pain of the Barbarian and Warlord. That may have been one of the funnest tag team gauntlets that I was ever a fan of. Interesting. Joe, you remember that show. We went to that show. Yeah, that was a fun one. We marked out. Alright, North Bracket, round two. Harlem Heat versus the Rock and Roll Express. Ooh. The New Day versus the Legion of Doom. Ooh. The Steiner Brothers versus the Bludgeon Brothers. And finally R B D and Sabu against the outsiders. Okay. The South Bracket second round matchups, we're gonna have the Dudley Boys against the gangsters, ECW versus ECW. Let's get hardcore. Wow. Paul London and Brian Kendrick versus the Nasty Boys. Demolition against the Eliminators, and finally the Rockers versus the Usos.
3: Which we'll get to this bracket in two weeks, probably.
1: No, opposed- it'll probably be It'll probably be three weeks if you oh, think about weeks, it. Right. Next week will be the preview. Um, next week will be the three. WrestleMania Jeopardy and the mm-hmm. Um And then the following week will be the preview show. So we we'll probably won't pick back up until after WrestleMania. Right. Um, so that's why I wanted to get through the first round at least right. so that we could have a fresh... I agree. Fresh balance going into uh, the second week of or third week of April. I uh, think
3: uh, the WrestleMania week should be a, a single topic. Just previewed to the cards. Yeah, I'm fine
0: with
3: that. Uh... Balance topic. Mikey, bring it home. We're gonna bring up finish up our. I think finish up our. Uh, our, our uh, maybe not finish it tonight, but next round. We, we
1: might. We might get. We might be able to get down to the final four and then save the final four. For yeah,
3: that. I do that. I, I, I want to do that.
1: We can deep dive into the final yes. four. All right. Like so going we do, we're going to start with the North bracket. We're going to play down to the final four here in the North. Uh, the one seed there, Harlem Heat, they defeated Money, Inc. in the opening round. They are taking on the Rock and Roll Express, who defeated Dolph Ziggler and Robert Rue. So. Oh, I, I, I'm voting for Harlem Heat. I don't think it's close. Wait, it's Harlem Heat versus the Rock and Roll
3: Express. Express. Correct. So legacy-wise, Rock and Roll Express has has this one pretty much in the bag. You would say legacy-wise, title like, Heat kicks their ass. Right, and we start going to stats and stuff. That's when it gets really tricky. And I'm gonna go bias here. It it probably should be Rock and Roll Express, but I won't be that guy to pick it. Booker T, man, Steve, Ray, right? Let's go. Oh.
0: Alright, well then my vote doesn't matter, so.
3: Who would you have? No, well, who are we gonna pick? Who are you gonna pick?
1: I was gonna pick the Rock and Roll Express.
3: Okay. It's probably the right answer, but I don't know. Never saw them wrestle.
1: Why no. would you have taken the Rock and Roll Express?
0: Uh one because I thought they at least deserved a vote. Um two because they to me are one of the teams that is the most synonymous with tag team wrestling in sure. general. Like, you you think of tag team wrestling, and they're one of the top five teams that comes to mind. Yeah. And that's without even necessarily having been a big fan of theirs or having watched a lot of their matches and stuff. Like, like I said, I grew up as a WWF fan. I did not grow up on the NWA or anything. I've probably seen a grand total of, like, ten Rock and Roll Express matches over the years. I would still call them synonymous with tag team wrestling just because that's – they were – they were one of the few teams, them and the Road Warriors, and probably just them and the Road Warriors, that were actually able to become main event acts, just, like, as a tag team, which you couldn't do in WWF. You still can't do in WWF. And, I mean, AEW <laughs> claims you can do it there, but, like, eh. So, hold
3: on, wait, wait, wait. So I'm watching Mike, as, he, as, as you're saying all this shit, I'm watching Mike on the screen here, and it looks like Mike is trying to change his pick. No. <laughs>
1: To my pick, maybe? Look at me you're like, oh man, to my pick, yep. I don't know. I wasn't even I, mean, I was listening it's... but No, I I I think all that makes perfect sense, Joe, and I don't and I think that's the thing that I always will say here. They were the unfortunate luck of the draw. Yeah. I feel like if they face anybody else in this north bracket, like the final four matchup is Harlem Heat versus the roll Express.
0: Right. Right, like I'm not mad at the at Harlem Heat winning, that's for sure. Like I It would be hard for me to vote against them because I am a big Harlem Heat fan. I
3: mean,
0: honestly, prior to the New Day, Harlem Heat are probably like the predominant, famous African American tag team in wrestling history. No offense to any of the other ones. Like I know, obviously, like uh, my my friend Tony Atlas and and Rocky Johnson were a big uh, tag team. They were the first champions and such. But, like, Harlem Heat are, like, next level, you know? I mean, maybe because they were on TV or whatever, but, like, they're definitely
1: next level. Sucker. Uh, The 4 or 5 matchup in this bracket is the new day. day. Speaking of. Speaking of. <laughs> they get to take on the Legion
0: of Doom. Uh,
3: Motherfucker. Now, here's a question Legion of Doom slash World Warriors? Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
2: what
1: the fuck? <laughs> I gotta we, tell you, how we got I, you. I think Thank on the previous episode. For Ernest's pick of Too Cool and Legion of Doom over the tag team of Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. That's how we got to this matchup.
0: Can I just say, I feel like Ernest is that person that calls you on your home phone and the first thing he asks is, oh, are you home? Okay, So yes. anyway. Factual. <laughs> i'm I'm gonna vote for the Road Warriors for basically the same argument that I just made for the Rock and Roll Express, except that I've actually seen a lot more from the Road Warriors and the Legion of Doom because obviously, but I love the new day, and again to me this is another one of those lucky to draw kind of ones,
3: so I'm with you on that one. I kind of feel like though maybe in a couple of years if you revisit this argument, maybe it could it could be a different answer to this. So I will say New Day now is what, seven years into the run? Longevity. I mean, we together what, like, 10 years? 12 yeah, years? But New they days. were
0: literally a main event act. And I mean, because right. New Day is close to being considered that, but, you know, in WWF, in WWF. I will say
3: this much, though. Kofi won a world title two years ago. Let's say Big E actually wins a world title next year, I, hypothetically. I'm not saying we should be grading them on the on the solo runs, but the solo runs the solo runs do amplify their tag team though, too, in some in no, some it way. No,
2: you don't no, think so? That's
0: a horrible argument.
3: Think so?
0: No, that, think so? that's a horrible argument. Why is that? Because those are solo runs. They have nothing to do with their tag team work. Like like if that's the case, then fucking the Rockers belong at number one because Shawn Michaels was world champion. I guess I, I,
3: guess I, I guess I didn't explain myself. I not amplify it. I guess it, it never took away from the tag team,
1: I guess. You know, I found the Kenny Omega stat for you of his four title defenses. Okay. Back from three topics ago. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. He defended the title against Jack Evans at an AEW dark show in India. Yes. I remember that. Def- defended against Dragon Lee at Triple Mania Rainier at okay. uh, Monterey. Defeated Sammy Guevara on an AEW Dynamite show. I remember De- that. Yeah. Defeated Laredo Kid at Triple Mania. So he has two in Mexico and two on AEW shows. Hmm. Alright. Now I need to use this. To yeah,
3: fun. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go Road Warriors um on this one, but I think it's a little closer than we get credit for.
0: Oh, I think it's close. Yeah, I agree with you on that.
3: I think the main event argument you made is actually probably what sets them apart. My argument for the New Day being closer is that they've had, and it probably shouldn't matter, like you were saying, but they've had sole success in the process of all this. Um, That's
0: whereas, a weird argument to me. But anyway, like, next one or Mike, who would you have
1: voted for in that one? I would have voted for the New Day. Really? Take your case. Over 700 days as tag team champions. Um... They had a pretty good title run of 485 days on the Raw roster. Let's see, 483 days uh, that they were tag team champions. Uh, They also defended the title a bunch when they were the champions before losing it to Sheamus and Cesaro. Um, Yeah. Eight total defense, eight-time champs. Um, I just, the longevity, like, yes, Mm -hmm. Animal, you know, those guys, I feel like good in ring and they were right. like the guys and like, that's awesome. But from it was from 83 to really like 91, 92 that yeah. they were in the title picture of whatever company they were at. Yeah, they yeah, had a title run in 97. That was kind of meh. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't really count that run because yeah. It was- Hey, here you go. Um, kind of rain. So, okay. They were a tag team steadily for close to 10 years. The new day's been for about seven, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the thing is, is the new day. And I think this is because they're a trio, not a tag team. Yes. When one of them got hurt, somebody could fill in. Yeah. yeah. Like when Xavier blew out his Achilles, it wasn't the end of the new day. You could throw, right. in there and you can still have E and Kofi win titles. You know that's that's no discredit to Legion of Doom for not finding someone that's a good third because back in the '80s, I would have only wanted them to be a be a tandem. Right. Right. But I just think that the new day and the way that those guys worked together so well, and the fact that you had the the powerhouse in E, you had the guy that could fly in Woods, and you had the guy that could do a little bit of both in, in Kofi. Yeah. Just so much balance. Um, so that's probably my main reasoning behind it would have been the fact that they literally have been for almost like 800 days. Right. Well, Could and, I argue...
0: The Legion of Doom did have a third member. Remember, Paul Ellering had that little puppet. It was that Oh, guy. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Rocco? <laughs>
0: was his Could name
2: I argue...
3: nope. Could I argue, though, New Day, Mount Rushmore faction all time? I mean, three, three or more is a faction in yeah. my No? I would. You would?
0: I mean, wow. in WWE or in general?
3: Okay, let's well, do WWE first. I mean, you look at factions WWE. You talk about DX maybe. You talk about the Shield. You're talking about.
0: I don't even what? put DX in there. DX is way overrated for what they actually.
3: I work. totally agree with you. I've been saying I'm just throwing out names.
0: No, I put like New Day in the Shield at least at towards the top.
3: Okay.
1: Mike, That's you cool would to...
0: of the topic.
1: I watch more. I'm not entering that topic. Well, nah.
0: Let's go to the next 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 tag match.
1: Because it could be a topic for later. Why am I gonna? Ah, be- okay, yeah. so save it. Okay, right, okay, 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 okay. You're right though. That's a good point. Good job, Mike. Legion of I gotta write it in on the brackets. Uh, Steiner Brothers, who defeated.
0: Can I just? Can I just say for the record too? As a kid, I fucking hated the Legion of Doom. Like, when really? they showed up in WWF, and I was just like, oh my god, like, who the fuck are these guys? I hate them. And then I could never find their action figures. Like, I had every single WWF that action figure. That is
2: true,
3: actually. For the life
0: of me. I could not find the Legion of yes, Doom. Yes,
3: that is true.
0: And it made me angry. Yes,
1: okay. I had them. Well, fuck dick. <laughs> Fucking dick. Fucking <laughs> dick. Yeah. Brothers, they defeated Doom in the first round. Their opponent is the Wyatt family or the bludgeon brothers of, uh, Brody slash and Eric Rowan who defeated the British Bulldogs in their first round matchup. Um, you guys know I'm a big, you know, Brody guy been a big Brody yeah. guy. I don't think that you can vote. Big no. Kind of brothers here.
0: Yeah, no, I I love I love the Wyatt family. I love Brody. I love Eric Rowan. They were a great team together. But the Steiner brothers are legitimately probably one of the top five greatest tag teams of all time. Yeah. Hands down.
3: Clean sweep here. Yeah.
0: Not no, no, no no no
1: conversation. conversation.
0: That was an easy one.
1: Yeah. yeah. Move on to the final matchup of the North. It is the Outsiders. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Diesel, Razor, whatever the fuck you want to call them this week. Their opponents... The team of Mr. Monday Night, Rob, Van, oh, oh. and his partner, Sam. Damn.
3: Let me ask you a question. You, you, you've made the answers before in the past. I'll ask you again. How long were, were RVD and Samu together for? I'm to bring this shit back up on
1: my computer. Fuck it wasn't
0: that long, and they kind of feuded with each other at the same time. It was really <laughs> weird. It
1: was great. Yeah,
0: and then on this thing, like they they were a great act. They were a great team. I love them together. They kind of also felt like though the two singles guys that ended up being a yeah. team. That's kind of what their vibe rich was. bulldog thing. Yeah, yeah. And like, like it's cool, and, and like I will. If you asked me right now if I wanted to sit down and watch an RVD and Sabu tag match or an Outsiders tag match, I would choose the RVD and Sabu tag match, probably. Like, depending on who they were fighting, but given the teams that they fought at the time, I would end up choosing them as the match to go with.
1: Did you know that RVD and Sabu had a match at a pay-per-view for Impact in 2019? No, I did not,
0: but I'm not surprised.
1: They wrestled, they wrestled three matches in Impact in 2019. The first one was at Impact Wrestling United. We stand from the Rawway Rec Center in Rawway, New Jersey where they... they I've faced, been there. They faced the Lucha Bros. Are you serious? And that match went eight minutes.
3: You gotta find that match somewhere on YouTube.
1: Or you just sign up for the two free months of Impact Plus. Send the you Then any Omega fix. Yeah, Then on the, the 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 next Impact Wrestling TV show, they teamed up with Tommy Dreamer to take on the North and Moose. Ooh! Wow! Oh. And then on the show two weeks later from the Melrose Ballroom in New York, they were defeated by the North of Ethan Page and out Ale- and Josh Alexander. So be when the last like. Okay, so they were on the ECW Hardcore TV show on March thirteenth of nineteen ninety-nine.
0: Okay. I'm just I'm gonna vote for the outsiders just based on kind of place in history more than anything else. Because right. I I think if you were going team quality wise, like I said, like I'd rather watch an RVD and Sabu tag match than an outsiders tag match. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend that the outsiders weren't, you know, kind of a cornerstone of wrestling history. Yeah. So it's
3: the same reason i going outsiders too. Is it, it? You're looking at the the part of the group that had the, one of the biggest impacts of wrestling history. Like, yeah, no, I'm
0: like when you think of the NWO. Like at heart, it's Hogan, it's Hall, and it's Nash. That's it's it. It's Hogan and the Outsiders. It got so overbloated from there. It got so blown up. Yada yada yada. So let's take it to heart. It's Hogan and the Outsiders.
3: And so straight
0: up. It's in history.
3: And, and straight up, they were the first ones before Hogan. They were the first ones. It was first Scott Hall coming yeah. down the yeah, fucking ramp. Yeah. And then it was.
0: I mean, literally, they were called the Outsiders
1: for yeah. a reason. Okay. Yeah, I would have put RVD and Sabu. I know you would have.
0: I, I wouldn't have been mad at that.
1: I really wouldn't have. Okay, hold on. I'm 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 on. Just, why I'm do talking. you think I an RVD and Sabu then? Since you knew that's where I was going. I don't know. Gonna be different. You can't you can't say you know and then say you don't know. I mean, it's not to be different. It's the fact that when you look at outsider tag team matches, you tell me the list of great outsider tag oh, no. team.
3: matches. I, I don't disagree with you. In fact, I was telling Joe it had nothing to do with the in ring prize, it had to do with the impact, nothing else.
1: Point right? It's tag team wrestling. It's not tag team. Hey, you stood in a ring while Hulk Hogan cut a 45 minute promo about taking out the trash. It wasn't about hopping a guardrail and throwing a toothpick at some jobber's face and telling him to get the fuck out the ring, or, or jackknife powerbombing Eric Bischoff off the stage. How fun, though. Oh, sure, it was great. It was, watch- it was awesome watching Eric Bischoff take a bump that Mae Young took better seven years later. But I digress.
3: <laughs> All right, Ali.
1: i I personally think, from an in-ring perspective, RVD and Sabu were better quality workers, and that's why yes. I think it them the nod over the outsiders it's not taking the ashes places in history because yes arguably the greatest stable of all time is the cornerstone are the two of them and Hogan obviously right. down not even a fucking question but at the end of the day it was like having a two by four and a uh spray tanned uh four by eight you know sitting in a corner with Hulk Hogan in the middle cutting a promo
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I mean, by the end of Scott Hall's run as an outsider, the guy was more fucked up than half the guys that just got drafted in the NFL that are doing lines of cocaine at parties. Yeah, I don't,
0: I, I don't even think that he like wrestled in their match where they lost the tag belts. Like I
1: think they had like Buff Bagwell in there or something. <laughs> that, that's almost why I'm. That, that's more or less why I would probably vote for RVD and Taboo's because No, it's that.
0: Like, got- it, it 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 not only is it a valid argument, but it's probably what's going to stop me from voting for the outsiders in like whatever going the forward. next one is. Oh I mean, yeah,
2: I don't see them going further. It than sounds this.
0: like they're going to end up running up against the Steiner brothers in the next round, and we're going to correct history. And the Steiner brothers are going to win that one, y'all motherfuckers. The Steiner brothers are going to win that one, Ernest. I will hunt you down
1: and beat your ass.
3: I'm the one that fucking shut up. <laughs> I'm the one that said they might win this whole fucking thing in the first place.
1: All right, let's just get to that matchup then, since we already know where this is going. Whoa! whoa, whoa. Uh, is this the final four? No, this is it. we're oh. go to the North bracket. Then we're gonna go to the South bracket. Genius. Okay. 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 Braced. He doesn't pay attention. Now. Doesn't. All oh, right. Uh, we'll start Steiner Brothers versus the Outsiders. Goodbye. I think, I think this one's gonna be a Queen sweep. Yes. Yes. This is the
3: Steiner it's Brothers. It's a Queen sweep. Yes. Yes. A <laughs> Queen sweep. <laughs> it's a it's a sweep. Absolutely. Not a question.
0: It's such a sweep, it has Kenny Omega's girls coming out before it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Alright, the other matchup, Harlem Heat take on the Legion of Doom. Oh. Uh,
3: um Again, it's the same thing. I, I see, this is actually much easier to realize. It's Legion of Doom.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Don't vote yet. Wait. Okay? Count to three. Let's all vote at the same time. Alright, ready? No. One, two, three. L-O-D.
2: I can't do. I mean,
3: <laughs> the legacy thing, that's all. It's, it's close, probably, but I, I don't
1: think. How do you say it's close in the first one you said was it's not even close?
3: I was thinking about it again with the years and stuff. The year, I was, <laughs> I was th- No, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> fucking comfortable sentence.
3: I said longevity, and then I thought well, a little oh, back oh, a few years oh, ago together, and I was like, oh, wait, I said closer than I thought.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we also just badasses. I don't know. I like. I just... I- I'll take the LOD. LOD, Ben. Wow. I'm sleepy. Let's go.
3: Alright, let's go. Where are we going? To the south? Nah. Go
1: to the south. The I've been lo- in the south recently.
3: Yeah, the you one- visit me, you fucker.
1: Up the one seed... Bubble Ray and Devon, the Dudley Boys, they're taking on the Gangsters, New Jack and Mustafa. How we got here? The Dudley Boys defeated the Hollywood Blondes. The Gangsters defeated Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Um, yeah, cool. I'm gonna take uh, the Dudleys. Yeah, the yeah. Dudley Same. Sweet. That's not even close.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love the Gangsters, but like the Dudleys kind of did a better version of the Gangsters.
3: How you say that? The Gangsters. Gangsters.
1: Gangsters. I just yeah. love the how no hard are life. I love the fact that Ernest keeps on saying it's not even close, and then when he starts to think about it, he goes, wait a minute, it's close.
3: No, the <laughs> last one was close for fact. I was about to no do it together.
1: Not even close, but you know what? It might
3: be close.
1: I'm
3: stuck seeing this whole fucking thing. Uh
1: the next matchup, the four five matchup, the four seed, Paul London and Brian Kendrick take on the nasty boys. <laughs> God. London and Kendrick defeated the Impact players in the first round. The Nasty Boys defeated the Bushwhackers. See, this is something where if Ernest had a comparable list, that we would actually be able to put teams that could make deep runs a la The New Day and mm-hmm. RVD and Sabu and those guys. We're going to put them in like the lower half instead of teams like the fucking Bushwhackers, moron.
2: Hey.
0: Uh, all right. I'm assuming Ernest doesn't even know who Paul London and Brian Kendrick are. Probably not. Say again? Do you know who Paul London and Brian Kendrick are?
3: I know the names of the remember matches.
0: Okay, so you're voting for the Nasty Boys. No, I'm not. Okay.
3: What are you guys voting for first? You guys go first.
0: Uh, uh, no, but Ernesto... I'm curious.
3: I'm curious. You guys go first, and I'll... In case I'm the tiebreaker, then I gotta fuck up, put more pressure on myself. Well,
0: I'm I'm voting for Paul London and Brian Kendrick because fuck the Nasty Boys. Okay, like Mikey? I literally I watched a show the other day. What show did I watch? I think it was like a WCW Saturday Night, and there was a Nasty Boys match, and I was just kind of like, oh yeah. You were
3: grossed
2: out?
0: No, I was definitely just like, like they're not bad. They 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 work really well in their act. And they were a fun team, but they were the nasty boys. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how to quite explain it. They were just the kind second, of, a third corny.
3: tier tag team. That's all.
0: They were kind of cheesy and corny and like, like I get my fill of that with Kenny Omega. So I'm good on the nasty boys. And also too, Paul London and Brian Kendrick were like the best act to not exist in NXT because they existed five
1: years too soon.
3: Mike, where are you going with this one?
1: You said you weren't voting for the nasty boys. I thought we were
3: just moving. I on. didn't say anything. Yet. I said that you guys go first.
1: And I'll, hold on. Hold on. Hold, hold
3: on. on. What? I said you guys go first. And he I'll not
1: say when you asked him, "Are you voting for the nasty boys?" Was his response not no? It was no. Thankful. No. That means you're voting for London and Kendrick. You moron. <laughs> this guy's literally making my head
3: hurt. I'm fucking sleepy, dude. Let's go. Move the song. London yes. and Kendrick.
0: Please, when we text you at like
1: 3 p.m., you're just as dumb. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Come on. Next up, three-six matchup: the three seed demolition three, take six the sixth seed of the Eliminators of John Cronus and Perry Saturn. I was singing to myself, "Who was the first team?" Demolition.
0: Oh, okay. And per- yeah. And
1: who Perry Saturn? Who else? John Cronus, the Eliminators.
0: God, they were such a fucking That's good true. tag team.
1: Demolition next.
0: Yeah, fuck you. I'm gonna vote for the Eliminators because there you, you
3: are like that dismissive. On I'm pressure that shit. Go,
0: Mike. It's on you. The
3: short one said to the other one, "The other team, let's go."
0: Now bear fuck. in mind, if you vote for Demolition, Ernest will be happy. So
1: yeah, I was already filling the Eliminators in on the bracket because fuck you, Ernest. There we go. That's, That's for it. you. Two seven matchup: Jimmy and Jay the Usos versus Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty the Rockers. Feel free to use that Shawn Michaels uh that, that <laughs> thought process here or there, bud. I
3: might do that. Don't tempt me. Go oh, a yeah. good time. All ears. I want to um, see
1: how bad you fuck this one up
3: too. Marty, Marty had a decent decent solo run, right? <laughs> <laughs> I had it
1: run than Marty Jannetty, and I have Nah
3: made. Usos. Usos, Usos here, Usos.
1: No, I'm gonna vote for the Rockers. Uh, like, and not to be
0: just yeah, you're a, a fucking fanboy.
3: Fan That's why you're fucking Rockers, Shawn Michaels fanboy. Like,
0: honestly, the Rockers were such a great tag team that most people don't even realize they were never champions.
3: They were for a day, then the Vince wiped it up. No,
0: it didn't
1: count. It's not in the, the records.
2: Yep. What for? Who?
1: I'm voting for the Usos. I really like the Rockers. I really I, I like them as a team. And I feel like they would have gotten my vote against probably anybody else in the lower half of this bracket outside of the Dudley Boys. But it's yeah. Good it, it, it's good It's Yeah. I got you U's. Uh, Elite 8 matchup Dudley Boys versus Paul London and Brian Kendrick.
3: Oh, come on. Let's just go to the Final Four. This is
1: yeah, bullshit. That's come Dudley on. Boys. are really,
3: doing
0: this now, dude? Really doing this?
3: Fucking seriously? It's Paul London. Let's go. Joking, come on now.
1: Eliminators versus the Usos. Eliminators. Usos. Ugh. Ugh! Don't poop. That wasn't even close to being my pooping noise. You
0: you hang out with too many people under the age of seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, your natural response was, Oh god, he's gonna shit. <laughs> like that. <He's> like,
2: oh. <laughs> oh
1: he made a noise. Oh god. Like that that was scary. I mean this this is this is a lot closer than you know people would realistically think. The Eliminators were tagged were, were together for probably five years. Yeah. Ninety three to ninety seven until Saturn left and went to WCW. Yeah. Um you know And mind
0: you, they still the, the Eliminators was still the best thing that that Saturn was ever involved in and he went on to be in all like WCW and WWF and still like that was his best thing. The eliminators was hands down his best thing in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it definitely was. Um, but from a longevity standpoint, the losers have really been together basically besides their entire life as brothers. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've been in a tag team wrestling for 13 years. They've been in WWE for 11 years. Um, it's hard to, to go against something that's been working like that for so long. You know, they're six time champs. They've held the titles for 600 days. So I think I have to vote for the Usos here. And I, and I, I think it's simply just from the standpoint of if Saturn never signs with WCW and stays at ECW with Cronus, I think this conversation is a lot closer than, than where we're at right now. Oh
0: um, yeah. And, and and Saturn would have had a lot more bounce checks.
1: And he probably also wouldn't have gone like rogue.
0: Yeah, that's really, he's alive, right? Like just people don't My, know where he is.
1: People know where he's at right now. They they've
0: We've located Saturn.
1: Yes. That was
0: What about lot- Moppy?
1: Don't know about Moppy. God damn. Uh all right, Final Four set, next week's topic. Legion of Doom versus the Steiner Brothers. Dudley Boys versus the Usos. Jeez, Bring usos. it to the table hard next week because this, this, we're going in depth. We're going.
3: I'm going to need stats for the Usos, especially to make this a case. Just saying. I need some stats on this one. Who are they going to guess? It, it, it I... against? It's Steiner's against who else again?
1: Legion of Doom. Goddamn. That one's tough. Yeah, you better do some research.
3: So I'm saying. That's going to be the fucking.
1: You better sign into Peacock. Peacock Cagemash dot net. Look up some stats. Do some research. Do some investigating.
0: Are you trying to get Ernest's like head to explode? That website's in German. He's never gonna figure it out. I mean
1: I figured it out.
0: Yes. Like I said, are you trying to get Ernest's head to explode? That website's in German. He's not gonna figure it out.
1: I can't confirm or deny anything about what my intents are of this of this mission. <laughs> four of the all-time tag team tournament. Uh, how we got here. In the North bracket, it's LOD versus the Steiner Brothers. The Legion of Doom was the five seed in the North. They defeated Owen Hart, the British Bulldog, in the first round. The New Day in the second round. And Harlem Heat in the uh, North semifinals. Their opponents are the Steiner Brothers. They are the three seed from the North. They defeated the White... Actually, they defeated Doom the Wyatt family, and the Outsiders become into the final four. We'll start in the North, Legion of Doom versus the Steiner brothers. Uh, I'll let you guys discuss what you want to, you, uh, then I'll discuss some stuff, and then we'll get into the vote.
0: So, okay. But, I'm going to be honest, I almost feel like it doesn't matter who wins this one, because I feel like I know who I'm voting through to the end at this point. I'm from the other side. So, just for fairness sake, I think in-ring work-wise, the Steiner Brothers are probably one of the best tag teams of all time. Maybe the best, in-ring work-wise. Success-wise? I think if you measure the two teams up against each other, and you know, you put their, their WCW, like the Santa Barbara WCW run against the LOD NWA run, and then you put their WWF runs, they both had WWF runs in the early 90s, you put those against each other, I think LOD gets the edge in in those regards, you know? So I think I'm going to vote for the Legion of Doom. And and only because, like, I'm basing it on success level and all that. If I was basing it on just my opinion of in-ring work, and, like, if you told me right now I could either watch Legion of Doom versus the Nasty Boys or or the Steiner Brothers versus Sting and Lex Luger, I'm choosing the Steiner Brothers match nine times Mm -hmm. out of ten. You know, like, I was a bigger fan of theirs. But at the end of the day, you know their WWF run was kind of a uh, uh, lame. It was kind of forgettable. At the end of the day,
2: yeah.
0: And you know, in WCW, they were really successful, but they weren't any more or less successful than the Legion of Doom. If anything, they probably were less.
3: Right. I mean, even if, if you talk yourself into a wash, and comparing the NWA slash WCW run, the the equalizer would be well. Well put my head, what we'll put the L D ahead will be it's the, the ref run. run. Uh uh-huh. you know and, and again, I'm with you. Like you asked me who I'd rather watch wrestle. Steiner's ten out of ten.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Because they're just better in the ring. But again, we talk about impact and everything else, and what they mean to the sport. Slight edge to L O D slash World Warriors.
1: Yeah, uh my vote is actually gonna be for the Steiner brothers. Um, I think that their superior in ring work, um, makes it where, you know Having the titles back in the late '80s, where you know we were in the Hogan era, where titles didn't change hands all that right. frequently, right? Um, so the Steiners really were in an era where it's like, oh, we need a we need a big big change here. What do we do? Oh, let's move the t- let's move the titles to somebody else. Um, the Steiners also, I think, had a New Japan title run, or they were they were a team in New really? Japan for. Hold on, let me bring, let me bring the. There that's interesting. We're the, the rusty trusty iPad here. That's interesting, find actually. Find some information. Let's see what I can do here. Uh, hold on. Let me. Gotta get to great stuff here.
2: Why are you looking it up?
3: Uh, anything else we can discuss? Why are you looking that up? In, in full time?
1: It's
0: <laughs> uh, garden. It's not a square nor a garden.
1: <laughs> that's facts.
0: Been there.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, so when I look at when I look at these two teams, I think this is a closer matchup than the the South bracket. Um personally. Absolutely. Um so like I think that like this one is one where it's like if I'm taking in ring work into any kind of consideration, it's this matchup more than the one the, the the south finals right um let me see tag teams and stables the steiner brothers ecw Independent <laughs> new japan
2: Ooh, titles they new were japan. the I,
1: they, they were a two-time iwgp world tag team champion really they held the titles for 229 days and 149 days. Wow, I did not know Does that.
3: Does LD have anything comparable to that outside of the uh, WCWWF uh, regions? We region. have
0: a run in Japan also. I'm pretty okay. sure the Road Warriors did some New Japan work.
1: Okay. I'm looking. Uh, they kind of like Japan. the
0: two teams, really. They kind of have the same trajectory of it's, careers.
3: Let me just say this, though. I think Joe and I are part of the same plane here, too. It's close. It's really close.
1: The Legion of Doom the Legion of Doom never held the IWGP. Okay. They're they're only their are only tag title runs. They were NWA national tag team champions three times. They were NWA World Tag Team Champions once. They were World Tag Team Champions two times. Um yeah, that's all I see. Uh, okay. So they were two times WF tag team champions. They were NWA World Tag Team Champions for 155 days, and they were national champions three times for a total of 317 days. And they had a 400-day reign as the AWA World Tag Team Champions.
0: I feel like um, right. they were one of those acts that didn't necessarily need to be champions. You know what I mean? Like They were kind of right. this main event act as as themselves.
3: It was so fucking over, though, back then.
0: They were they were ridiculously over. I they
3: were like a level, right. well, level over. This is how I put it too for me also. Like what you know, N.W.A. You know, pre nineteen eighty nine. You know, I I knew who the Warriors were before they came to W.W.F. in the first place. Like you're gonna you're gonna you know P.D.Y. magazines, World Warriors all the time. Yeah, you know, I agree. You just it's, it's like one hundred and six embedded in your head. Like it's Hogan, Savage, Warrior. You know, you have the Sting, Flair, and then you know World Warriors. Yeah, your, like your top five of ten, you know, wrestlers, you should know who they are, regardless if you watch the product or not. They were one of those teams. They stood out more than anybody else. All
1: right, so but, still, ter- uh, but I agree with you. The in-ring product, Steiners over... Easily over them. Uh, I'm going to take the Steiners because they were also IWGP World Tag Team Champions and WWF World Tag Team Champions at the same time. Ooh. That's interesting. Hey, I, uh, yeah. yeah, their title run when they won the IWGP for the, I'm sorry, they were WCW champs. Oh, that makes time.
0: more sense because they were working with New Japan.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was a lot of W's on this page. <laughs> uh, yeah, but six time WCW tag champs, two time WDF tag champs, two time IWGP tag champs, uh, and an NWA World Tag Title reign of 199 days for the Steiner Brothers. So uh, I'm going to vote for them. Um, I'll let you guys make your formal vote so that we can move on to the South so that we can then get to the national title game.
0: I voted for LOD. So did I Still LOD?
1: Yeah. All right, so I just filled in the finals with trash. (laughs) So you guys know. Uh, The South region, the finals, how we got there, the one seed are the Dudley Boys. They defeated the Hollywood Blondes, the Gangsters and the team of Paul London and Brian Kendrick. Their opponents are none other than the Usos, Jimmy and Jay Uso. They defeated the Powers of Pain, the Rockers, and the Eliminators to get to the finals. Um, definitely the easier road to get to yes. the Usos. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely voting for uh, the best tag team of all time. I'm taking the Dudley Boys. Yeah, me Yeah. Too. yeah I just, Usos got this
3: far because of, of just the Trek. But. I
1: was
0: just like, yeah, like, the, the Usos getting this far is kind of amazing, and not to say that they're not awesome, but I've,
1: I've, they made the because, final quarter
3: now. Right, because if the Usos match like this due day, who would
1: you pick? For example. New day. Exactly. I actually probably would have still voted for the Usos. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, out of the teams that made it to the Elite Eight, the only team that I probably would have voted them out against would probably have been Harlem Heat.
3: There. So, let me ask you a question: Is the Usos historically, to you guys, was all said and done? Forget the bracket and all that, because that's all about circumstance. Are they and considered top, a top? Are they considered a top ten tag team all time in your
2: eyes?
0: In WWE, yes. Outside, well, like no. Emerald, right?
1: no. Okay. Top twenty, yeah. maybe. I'd probably put them in my top fifteen.
3: All time, Mike?
1: Yeah. Okay. See,
0: I'd, I'd go top 20. I could see them being in the lower half of 15 to 20 for me. Okay. But, but well, if you're talking strictly WWE, top, top 10 easily, maybe even top 5.
1: Yeah, I would probably definitely put them in the top 5. It'd probably be them, the New Day, really? the Hardys, the Dudleys, Edge and Christian.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I would say that, like, that the Usos and the New Day are the closest that tag teams have ever come to being the main event act. In WWE,
1: uh, I would say this is the second closest. The you know, one of the closest would have been if they would have main evented with one of those TLC matches in the in in the late nineties. True, right. yeah. Like the Hardy Dudley Edge and Christian was probably the closest we'll ever get, and then second closest is this, and then like that—that's really it to me.
3: Yeah. Well, you guys had a little more exposure to Usos, uh, you guys, as, as you know, but obviously the, the in-ring work is is excellent.
0: Um, oh, yeah, no, so,
3: they're incredible. Yeah, that. so I wouldn't even argue that, you know. So, like, I mean, top five, six, whatever, yeah, you excel to me. So, yeah, so anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to get the Usos as a nice send-off. <laughs> because it's going to be Dudley Boys, probably in a clean sweep. This is easy. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: the Dudley Boys from the, against the Usos, for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely voted for the Dudley Boys as well. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think that you can just faintly say that the Usos aren't deserving to get here. You know, luck of the draw got them this yeah. far, but I think they would have been in a in the elite 8 no matter probably where they were at. Probably.
0: I don't I don't know how many teams I would have voted for them over to be honest.
1: Okay, so like, I mean
0: Like like nasty boys, sure. Maybe even like Brian and Kendrick uh uh Kendrick in London like I could see myself voting for for um, the Usos over those teams. But, like, yeah, like, I'm not giving them over Harlem Heat or, or like, teams like that. I don't think I'm giving them over the Outsiders, like, you know what I mean? I probably
1: would pick them over the Outsiders just because the Outsiders. I might have, too. Like, like theirs was a gimmick. Those guys couldn't go in the ring to save their fucking life. Right. I, I might mean, have also, too, who? to be honest with you.
3: Like, the only thing the Outsiders are going for them is is the impact. Of what it what it meant to the business in 1996? Yes, yes. And we discussed it last week in the podcast. It it yes. makes sense, right? So I mean, maybe th- there maybe may five teams I might not I might uh, pick
1: over them.
0: No wait,
1: finals time, right? Yes. Before we get there, literally, I'm looking on the MLW YouTube page, uh-huh. episode number 34, Sammy Guevara versus Roosh. Okay. What year? Is,
3: what year is this? Like 17?
1: Two years ago. Oh, 19. Okay. That's Interesting. I'm gonna have to watch that show later. All right, oh. finals
3: by the way. Seven Guevara last night in Blood and Guts amazing, but
1: yeah, he was good.
3: Fucking finals, yes.
1: voice, Legion of Doom. Anyone want to start this conversation?
2: So, first of all, first? but yeah, first
0: of all, I, I kind of want to get in Sammy Guevara's blood and guts. All right, secondly. Um,
3: Okay, wow. You are on a fucking roll today. So,
0: as I said before, one of the reasons why I didn't even really consider too hard who I was voting for between LOD and um, the Steiners. I mean, I did. But at the end of the day, it was always going to be the Dudleys for me as, as the winners of this. Like, when I saw that they were in the Final Four... Ida Rae decided. Okay, they're, they're they're going all the way. There's not none of the other three teams are teams that I would vote for over the Dudleys. So there was no scenario where they weren't going to win. So for me, they get my vote for sure. Um, they are hands down, easily the most successful tag team of the '90s in pro wrestling, and that stretched even further than that. You know, they started out they started out feuding with each other in ECW. You really go back to it. The Bubba Ray and Devon were feuding with each other around 96. And then they end up as a team, and they literally become one of the top acts in ECW. Talk about a tag team that's able to be a top act in a company. The Dudley Boys were that in ECW, hands down, no question. And then they do something that a lot of people did not do. And let's be honest here. we We all watched this for the most part a lot of people made the jump from ECW over to WWF over to WCW and then failed miserably. Whether it was because they gave them new characters that were nothing like what they became successful for, like Mike Awesome and stuff like that, or because they just gave you a watered-down version of the character that we knew from ECW in the case of, like, Raven and, you know, Stevie Richards and all those guys. The Dudleys jumped from ECW to WWF, and succeeded, they changed their act just enough for it to work in WWF while still being something that all of their fans were super into, super excited to see them doing, and it didn't hurt that they had the Hardys to feud with, it didn't hurt that they had Edge and Christian to feud with, that they were able to have these tables matches, these TLC matches, all those things, but they did that, they did all of that. You know, technically speaking, they're also the only tag teams who have ever held the ECW, WWF, and WCW tag team titles. Now, granted, they held the WCW tag team titles once WWF already owned WCW and right. the whole alliance thing. But it still sort of counts, you know. And then, like, they they break up a little bit in WWE. They get back together. They have a little bit of a main event run on SmackDown. They leave the company they still team. They're team 3D then over in TNA and they have a pretty decent run there at the tag team. They end up eventually being part of Aces and Eights and have a really decent run. And then they end up back in WWF. They, in WWE, they end up back in WWE and they have kind of a shitty run. But it was cool to see them come back and have like kind of that one last hurrah where they were, like, feuding with the Usos and putting them over at WrestleMania and stuff. It was kind of cool. It was like, an old generation, new generation thing to get to see. So they've really run the gauntlet of pro wrestling. Like, yeah, they've probably never been IWGP Tag Team Champions or anything like that. I think been, they, huh? were. they were. They were. Were they yeah. really?
3: WWE, ECW, WCW, NWA, TNA, and NWGP Tag Team Champions.
0: It I were, mean that's incredible. Times. Like honestly, the only thing they haven't won at that point is the Ring of Honor belts and like the AEW belt. And honestly, I mean the way the, the way Bully Ray tweets at Tony Khan, he's probably not winning the tag belts anytime soon in AEW. But that that aside, do I think it's impossible? I mean, Devon's kids might eventually do it. They're there, so you know, next generation Dudley's. But yeah. I think hands down, look. The 80s were the 80s. I don't know a lot about the territory days and stuff like that. I I was a WWF kid, and I was a kid. For me, the 90s, it is the biggest era of pro wrestling because it's the one I grew up with the most. It's the one that I paid attention to through my teenage years, all of that. The fact that the Dudleys were able to have the level of success during the 90s on television and all these different companies, all these different platforms in the 2000s and stuff, the same level of success that, like, LOD had, but so much longer, so much more staying power. That's the thing. We've talked about before how LOD had that, like, really big run in the 80s, and then they had that WWF run in the 90s, like, early 90s, and then there were those weird points where it was, like, Animal's working in WCW by himself, or Hawk is working in WCW by himself, and then, like, they finally get back together as a team, and they have kind of a weird run in WWF in the late 90s, and, you know, that's the end of it then. So, the fact that the, the Dudleys start in, like, 96 and existed well into, the, uh, like, the 2010s, I believe, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, like, they were doing the WWF run in, what, 2016 or so? So, I mean, just the, the longevity alone, like, it, it's the Dudleys, hands down.
3: Yeah, and honestly, looking at some of these numbers, it's really not that close. You think about it. Yeah. WWE, WWE recognizes them as an 18-time t- uh, tag team champion. Well Impact recognizes it was a 23-time champion.
1: That makes um, sense.
3: The combination of, you know, not being raised in there, but having a black and a white guy. It, it's, it's, I, I love the packaging. It was phenomenal. Um
0: And that's the thing, like, like I was saying, like, they were able to take kind of their act from ECW. And they're one of the only teams that was able to kind of, like, sanitize it a little bit, yeah. you know. Kinda uh, like you took away the we're going to curse out every member of the audience and turned it into simply Devon get the tables but guess what was fucking over Devon get the tables to this yeah. day is still fucking over you know they they got that fucking stupid what they got that over as a spot like again to this day if the fucking if if any tag team on like smackdown broke that out for one night that would get a pop. I mean, maybe not right now when there's no crowd. But like, you know, <laughs> double or nothing. If you want to hear five thousand people pop, fucking have the Young Bucks break that spot out. You'll right. still get a pop.
3: No, it to me is I mean, uh, close honestly.
1: Um. So my, my thing here is, if Devon's sons become, you know, the second generation Dudleys, does that make them Dudley Dudley Dudley? We yes. Dudley Dudley. Yes. So. What, goal, what, what goals it? So one of them has to be Dudley, 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 and the other one has to be Dances with Dances with Dudley. Yes. So Dudley,
0: Dudley, Dudley could just be D
1: squared.
0: D e tripled? Triple D. Triple D. Oh, I can use some triple D. Ew. On a roll. The Dudleys. I, I'm like, we have to tweet at Bully Ray and Devon and be like, "Congratulations, we consider you the greatest tag team of all time."
3: Shout out to Russell, open, of course, with Bully Ray.
0: Like for real, like y'all, one of y'all bitches jump on our Twitter uh, and
1: do I'll, it.
3: I'll take care of it as soon as we're off the air.
1: Hell yeah.
3: Yeah, this is gonna be easy. I'm sure you can pick Dudleys too, Mike. Right?
1: Oh, Queen Sweet Buddy. I love it.
0: Yeah. I I didn't think, when we started this, I can't say, like, if you had asked me who I thought would win, I don't know that the Dudleys would have been a team that I would have said I thought they were going to win. But now that we're here, it makes 100% sense. No,
3: no, honestly, I had the same kind of question going into the tournament. I'm like, who could actually be the team? And to me, the only team I thought I could challenge them was, was what we got, LOD. But look at the numbers. I mean...
0: I I could it have seen just close. going a million ways. I really could have. Like I I'm I'm kind of surprised we got to where we got. But like again, I think it makes sense. Like I'm not mad at it at all. I kind of like it. I'm like I'm happy we got to the Dudley. Oh yeah. It kind of made me. It kind of made me have to take a minute and think about their careers and stuff. Which you know like y- you don't necessarily sit around all the time and just think to yourself like, oh let me let me. Ponder the success of this random tag team from the '90s, you know, and like it was kind of fun to actually sit and think about that and think about the like the impact they did have. No pun.
2: Yeah, no pun. All right, before we get yeah, it going, just, uh, what? Say again?
0: Not a hater. I just crush a lot.